The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Coverage of Dallin Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Instruction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and Tamiya and Sons. Thank you for supporting Dallin Catholic basketball on Iowa Catholic Radio. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m., 94.5 f.m., streaming at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And good evening and welcome to the Dowling Catholic High School Gymnasium as we get set for girls and boys basketball tonight here in the Central Iowa Metro League. It's Dowling hosting the Urbandale Jayhawks. And alongside Steve Devinney, I'm Mark Hammadale. Jeff Piggott is our studio producer as we get set for one of the final two doubleheaders of the regular season. Tonight it's Dowling hosting Urbandale in a girls and boys matchup. And a week from tonight, Dowling concludes their regular season with the doubleheaders as Dowling girls and boys teams Travel to Ames for a girls and boys doubleheader next Friday, Valentine's Day night, February 14th. So, Steve Devaney, it's hard to believe we are playing, uh, well, for Dowling girls, it's game 20 in a 21-game regular season. It's uh, it's hard to believe we're just about through with regular season play. Very, very hard to believe, but um, here we are. We can't change it. And uh, should be a good girls game tonight between uh, Urbandale and Maroons. Urbandale's talented group. Gave us all we wanted over there the first time we played them at Urbandale. And they've got some, uh, if it wasn't for one of the sisters that got in foul trouble that night, it could have been a different story. Yep. But, uh, You're talking about the Jim Fee sisters of Urbandale. You are correct. They got in a little foul trouble. And do you know, and I just, I looked this up, uh, I think last time it was, we, the last time Dowling played Urbandale last month, it was moved to a Saturday game at Urbandale. Yep. And I forgot to mention this, but Dowling has uh, won 19 in a row over the Urbandale girls. They're 24 and one against Urbandale since the 2007-2008 season. So incredible! The, the last time Urbandale won was 10 years ago. Next week, be 10 years ago. Next week, Urbandale beat Dowling 43-40 here. That was my uh, middle daughter, my my middle child, my youngest daughter Betsy's senior night. They got beat. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I was and, here, uh, yeah, sitting right here, right next to. Uh, I think uh, Phil Wirtz at the time. And, she uh, couldn't play that most of that season. She broke her ankle in uh, PE class. But uh, she limped around a little bit on senior night, but uh, the result was not good. Yep, Urbandale, that was the last time they had defeated Dowling. So, And it has been close, as uh, we saw last uh, last time. Dowling was 72-67 win last month over Urbandale. Last year, almost... Uh, a little over a year ago, Dowling, a two-point win over Urbandale here at the Dowling Gym. The Maroons won 61-48 at the Urbandale Gym a year ago. So, yeah, it's the, the, it's getting close, but uh, Dowling's maintained that edge. And very important game. Dowling girls are right now 7-1 in Central Conference play. They're tied with Johnston for first place. Urbandale is 4-4. Four and four. And guess what? Both these teams are ranked in the top 15, as they should be. And both these teams qualified for state last year. Matter of fact, four of the six teams in the Central Conference qualified for state. Yeah, that was special. And uh, once again, this side of the conference this year is full of uh, good ball clubs, a lot, lot of parity, and, and uh, wouldn't be surprised to see them have a have a, a good run again here in the postseason from a lot of teams in our side of the league. Uh, we're going to have, uh, and I don't know if we'll be at break or not, we'll try to be here live for it as uh, Caitlin Clark will be uh, awarded the the uh, McDonald's All-American uh, award that she received, and she was one of 25 players in the nation, 500 qualified, 500 tried out, 
and she qualified, so she'll be uh, participating in the McDonald's All-American game on April 1st down in Houston, Texas. It'll be televised be at 4 o'clock Iowa time. Well, she gets her award tonight, and that'll be presented before the game, and they're saying right around 6-10, so we'll have to watch our breaks and kind of key off uh, Coach Motes. He is the uh, acting athletic director tonight, Tom Wilson, uh, not available. So uh, as I was told when I came in, we're going to have a little presentation before the start of the Urbandale-Dowling girls game, Steve DeVinney. Yeah, that should be fun. That's kind of a once-in-a-lifetime deal, right, Mark? I mean, uh, it is. McDonald's All-American. Maybe the last kid from the state of Iowa that played in that game may have been uh, oh, a trivia question. Harrison Barnes, perhaps. Girls' side. Oh, on the girls' on side. The girls uh, side. Uh, if you give me a multiple choice, I might get it. But who is it? Linmar High School. Correct. Our producer, Jeff Pickett, wins the award. T- Kia Stokes. Yeah, she went on to play at UConn, right? Yes. Yeah. Played, played for a- And in the, and in the WNBA for a little bit, too, I think. She yeah. did. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, he. Uh, if you go pick it up and bring Jeff, it to us, Jeff it's Pickett, our studio <laughs> producer, winning the Tamiya and Sons free ravioli tonight. How about that? Well, let's take a look at uh, tonight's uh, other games going on in the Central Iowa Metro League. Of course, uh, we have number nine Urbandale girls taking on the second ranked Dowling girls. Uh, and that'll tip off on time tonight. Uh, we'll start here in about uh, five minutes with pregame introductions. Uh, other games going on, it's uh, third-ranked Johnson at number 13 Ames and uh, number 12, Ankeny Centennial, going across town, taking on Ankeny High School. Those are all Central Conference games in CIML. Iowa Conference game, big showdown tonight in girls play. Number two, Southeast Polk at number uh, four, Waukee. Chris Guess and Tracy Daly matching up. That'll be a great matchup in girls play. They also start at 6-15, Steve. Yeah, who won the first time those two teams played? I Coach, think Coach Guess won I was going to say, Southeast I think Waukee Polk. won. Yeah. That's Southeast Polk's only loss. Wow. Uh, other games in the uh, Iowa Conference has Valley, uh, 11th ranked this week at Fort Dodge. And then tomorrow night, Mesa City at Marshalltown will play their game. They're not playing tonight because Mesa City has their, uh, uh, I think, musical festival. It's kind of a citywide. You said that, yeah. And so they will not play tonight, but they'll play tomorrow. Again, that's Mesa City at Marshalltown. In the Metro Conference, Roosevelt's at Lincoln, North at Hoover, and East at Ottumwa. And, again, these are all girl-boy doubleheaders starting right at 6.15. Tomorrow, boys only game over at Valley. Linmar and Marion comes town. They take on the uh, eighth-ranked, uh, I'm sorry, Waukee Warriors. So it's Linmar at Waukee tomorrow. That's a 6 o'clock boys game. And then a doubleheader, girl-boy double, doubleheader. We'll have North at Lincoln. That starts at 5 o'clock at the Roundhouse at Lincoln, and Mason City's at Marshtown. As we mentioned, that'll start at 6.15. So that's a look at some of the games tonight. But uh, how about that? Waukee hosting Southeast Polk, and that is a top-five matchup, and I uh, can't wait to get reports from that, uh, Steve. Yeah, that should be fun. That's, a, that's a great matchup. Two really athletic teams. They can score outside. They can dribble, penetrate. That, that should be a fun matchup. And, of course, we saw one of the Watson uh, brothers. They're all over, you know. If they're not at Dallas Center, they're at, Ur- they're at Urbandale. And uh, one of them, Mark Watson, the oldest of the boys. Uh, of course, Billy is the a- athletic director at Urbandale. And we're hoping Cal, Billy's son, will be able to play tonight. He hasn't played since, uh, uh, and we're talking about the boys game now. Uh, yeah. He hasn't played since he played. they played against Dallas. He scored the first basket of the second half, rolled his ankle on the shot, and hasn't played since. And he's probably been practicing, but he is scheduled to go tonight. They're going to give him a try. He won't. I don't believe he'll start, but he'll play. And that's that's good news. Getting Cal Watson back for Urbandale and Coach John Smiths. Yeah. No, I hope that he, uh, for for the young man's sake, can get back and get healthy before the end of the year. And 
he's certainly one of their better players. So. All right, we'll take a break here on the pregame show. Mark Amadillo alongside Steve Devaney back with more. It's Dowling and Urbandale. It's senior night here at the Dowling Gym. They'll recognize the Dowling seniors between games following the girl, girls' contest. We'll be back with more pregame after these messages. Starting lineups coming up here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. Welcome back to the Dowling Gym alongside Steve Devinney, Mark Amadale, as we get set for Dowling and Urbandale tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And I believe Caitlin Clark is going to be presented the Gatorade All-American Award that she received. She'll be one of uh, 30 high school players in the country that will play in the Gatorade All-Star Game down in Houston, Texas, as she was a McDonald's All-American and selected a team, one of 25 players chose. And she's getting her award right now. Of course, the cameras are focused on the middle of the floor with head coach Kristen Meyer presenting the jersey to uh, Caitlin, her jersey that she'll wear down in Houston, Texas on Wednesday, April 1st. It'll be televised on ESPN. It's a 4 o'clock game. And she received her jersey. Denny O'Grady, you can hear mention that. And what an award, one of many for Caitlin, and rightly deserves, Steve. You know, Mark, uh, Caitlin Clark and her accolades and what she's accomplished in her high school career, just unparalleled. Absolutely. And uh, as Dowling fans giving her a hand, as her teammates and fans here at Urbandale, and rightly so. Let's pick up some of the comments from Denny O'Grady. Caitlin will graduate from Dowling Catholic as the most decorated player in school history and one of the most decorated girl basketball players in the state of Iowa. Along with setting multiple school records for scoring and rebounds and state records for most points scored in a game and most three-point baskets made in a game, Caitlin has received many honors and awards. She has been named a first team all-stater and all-conference player multiple years, was named the Iowa Gatorade Girls Basketball Player of the Year as a junior, and as a summer, and as a summer finalist for the Dave Smith High School Girls Basketball Player of the Year. Caitlin has also represented our country with Team USA and won gold medals with both the U16 and the U19 teams. Today, we encourage everyone to cheer on Caitlin April 1st in Houston as she competes 
against the best basketball talent in the country at the 2020 McDonald's All-American Games. How about one more big And a round of applause for Caitlin Clark here. We'll stand and do the same as uh, she's recognized as McDonald's All-American. Quite an award and quite a feat. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's hard to believe her four years at Dowling are just about to a close. Yeah. Uh, Steve, I remember when she, her first game here as a freshman. It's hard to believe it's just about yep. over. That's how fast uh, things go. But she made an impact from the very first game she ever stepped on the, the court. And she's been a superstar for all four years. All the things that are coming her way now are, are a result of the hard work, dedication, obviously the talent that she has. And uh, surprisingly, Coach Meyer took over for Bob and Sharon Hansen. Her first year was Caitlin's first yep. year, so uh, they, they came in together. Let's take a look at tonight's starting lineups. Again, it's Urbandale and Dowling here at the uh, Dowling Gym. They joined us late. They were given a McDonald's All-American Award, one of uh, only 25 in the nation on students that are being presented this tonight. And that was to Caitlin Clark. So let's start with the uh, lineup tonight. First of all, for the visitors from Urbandale, they're wearing their visiting red uniforms with uh, blue trim and black trim. They're coached by Kenton Tunnell. Kenton in his second year, 26 wins, 15 losses here at Urbandale. They'll start at uh, one guard, Kelsey Heller, 5'7", junior, averaging 5.5 points. She'll wear number 5. The other guard is Maya Jimphy, 6'1", senior, averaging 17.5 points. She'll wear number 11. The third guard is Faith Putts, a 5'8", senior, averaging 11 points, and she'll wear number 23. The fourth guard is Maddie Lynch, a 5'9", junior, averaging 6.5 points. And the one forward is Jada Jimphy. Yes, there's two Jimphys. Jada, the younger sister of uh, Maya. Jada is a 6'2", sophomore. She averages 14.5 points, 6 rebounds. She'll wear number 33. Jayhawks come in with a record of 13-5. They're 4-4 four four in Metro Conference or Central Conference play, averaging 55 points on offense, giving up 42 on defense. Now for Dowling Catholic, the head coach is Kristen Barr in her fourth year, assisted by Joel Danner and Scott Babinat. And the Maroons will start at one guard. Brianna Rodriguez. Rodriguez wearing number 13, a 5'7 senior, as the Maroons have six seniors tonight. The other guard is Caitlin Clark, as we talked about, averaging 34 points, eight and a half rebounds. Clark, a 5'11 senior, she'll wear number 11. The other senior guard is Grace Gaber, 5'11 senior. And Nai Tong, a 6'1 senior, averaging five points, rounds out the Dowling starting five. We'll take a break and come back with a tip-off between Dowling and Urbandale here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord, amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.
Houston alongside Steve Devaney. I'm Mark Amadale as we get set for girls and boys basketball tonight. Game one, it's the girls game between Dowling and Urbandale. The Jayhawks come in ranked ninth in the girls union poll with a record of 13 and 5. Dowling girls ranked second in the girls union poll with a record of 16 and 3. The Maroons tied with first place in central conference play with Johnson with a record of 7 and 1. And Urbandale's record in conference play is 4 and 4. Again, the Dowling starting lineup is we're kind of up against it with the uh, pregame prayer and national anthem here at Dowling. Caitlin Clark, Brianna Rodriguez, Meg Simplot, Grace Gaber, and Nye Tong, the starting five. The Maroons starting five of their six seniors tonight. Uh, Steve Devinney, the lone senior who is not in the uh, starting lineup, is Erin Kleppe, and she, I believe, is the first gal that will come off the bench as she is sitting right next to Coach Meyer right in front of you. Yeah, that's fitting, Mark. It's a uh, a nice thing for the coach to do. You know, typically we don't start all seniors. There are some very good players who are underclassmen. But tonight on senior night, uh, giving those kids a reward for all their hard work and dedication, it's fun to see. It certainly is, Steve. And our officials tonight are from the Omaha area, Greg Lovett, Jeff Sweeney, and Roger Powell, all from Omaha, and Jeff Sweeney from Springfield, Nebraska. We welcome them here. We're underway. Tip-up and controlled by Urbandale. They go left to right in their road red uniforms with the blue numbers and the trim in white. Urbandale left to right towards the north basket. Dowling in their home white uniforms with maroon numbers and maroon trim as we're underway. Dowling won the uh, first game this year over at Urbandale, 72-67. There's a long three by Jimphy, no good, to start off the contest. And that was Maya Jimphy with the miss. Rebound Dowling. Maroon's in transition. Here's Gaber with it. And she draws the foul beyond the three-point arc. It was a non-shooting foul. It'll be Dowling basketball. So the first foul is on Jada Jimphy. And we're underway here in the uh, first quarter. Dowling's first possession. Here's Clark down the right elbow. In the lane, a little scoop shot. No good. Gets her own rebound. Goes to the left side. Her shot is blocked by Jimphy, and Jimphy comes away with the rebound. That's Maya Jimphy. Ma- Maya's the senior, 11. Jada, the sophomore, is number 33. You know, their their interior post presence, their height, and their, their length will uh, give Dowling Maroons a little bit of trouble tonight. Not used to seeing uh, two, two tall kids inside like that. All right, this is Maddie Lynch in the lane. Pull-up jumper up, and it rolls through. She went right around Grace Gaber. And Maddie Lynch with the first basket for Urbandale. It's 2 to nothing Jayhawks. Yeah, this is an athletic bunch that Urbandale has. It really is. Here's Clark with it. It's in the corner. Now driving baseline is Gaber. Is cut off. Turnaround shot in the lane is no good. She was very wary of Maya Jimphy's uh, ability to block shots. Rebound comes out to Urbandale, and her sister Jada has it. They work underneath. This is Maya on the right block shot. Up and good. The basketball count and a foul on Naitong. So Dowling with its first foul, and the foul on Nye. And free throws coming for Maya Jimphy, 74% free throw shooter on the year, and she has her first basket and a free throw coming. And it's up and no good. Rebound Dowling and Brianna Rodriguez. It's Rodriguez, Clark, Gaber, Tong, and Simplot. Runs in the front court. Here's Clark in the lane, pull-up jumper, up and good. The basket will count, and a foul on Faith Putts of Urbandale. So Putts picks up her first foul, second team foul on the Jayhawks. And that time, nice move by Clark. Faked the pass in the corner to Gaber for the three, and she took it in the lane and drew the foul and got the basket. 
Yeah, big time aggressive move in the paint as we're used to seeing for the last four years. Free throw good by Caitlin Clark. So she converts the traditional three point play. And it's four to three Urbandale. Jayhawks got up to a four point lead early. Now Jayhawks have it. Here's Jimfy with it in the lane. Maya Jimfy around Nai Tong. Her shot up at the left hand, no good. Rebound Nai Tong. Out to Clark. Caitlin in the front court. In the corner it goes. This is Gaber for three. It's off the mark. No good. Rebound on the weak side. Dowling. That's Meg Simplot. Keeping the ball alive. Gets to Clark. Caitlin in the corner. Underneath to Tong. Nye with it. Goes baseline. Gets it out to Rodriguez. To Gaber. Brace with it. Crossover dribble. In the lane. And a ball stolen away on the pass. Gaber gets it back. And now we got a whistle and a jump ball. Brace got caught up in there. And uh, Maya Jeffrey gave her... Everything she could handle. As I said earlier, you know, it's it's not only a, a team with a lot of length, but they also have uh, excellent quickness as a group, as a unit. 5'7", 6'1", 5'8", 5'9", and 6'2", the heights for Urbandale. And the ones over six foot are the Jimphy sister. Here's Rodriguez in the baseline. She's cut off. Underneath the Nitong layup is up and off the mark. No good. Jimphy there. Maya to... Uh, Defend the shot, rebound Urbandale. Jayhawks with it. Maddie Lynch in the lane. She's cut off by Gaber. Urbandale by one, four to three. Five, ten remaining first quarter. Pretty good crowd here on a Friday night. We had snow throughout the day here in Central Live. You can listen to us on the uh, internet or on the app. But uh, it's cleared off and we're underway. Jimphy with the shot left block. No good. Gets her own rebounds. It rolled around the rim. And Maya Jimphy draws a foul on Nai Tong with her second foul. And that'll get Lexi Bowles off the bench for Dowling. Yeah, I thought maybe it was a, a double dribble on Jimphy, but uh, they didn't call it. That's what Caitlin Clark's yeah. explaining to our official Greg Lovett. And uh, to no avail because we got Jimphy with free throws and Tong with her second foul. First free throw good by Maya Jimphy. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, and Kemen. Reminder, all Dowling made three-point baskets are sponsored by Tami and Sons. As a second free throw by Maya Jimphy is good. She has four points. Don't forget, you can order takeout at Tami and Sons, 282-7976, or online at tamiandsons.net. As the entry pass from Simplot down to Lexi Bowles in the right, right block goes out of bounds. They say it was tipped off Urbandale. So Caitlin Clark will inbound the ball here, Steve. Clark gets the Bulls. Corner right. Now back to Clark. Fakes the three. Now takes the three. It's up, and it's off the mark. No good. Leaves it short. And a rebound out to Jada, Jimphy, and Urbandale. 440 remaining first quarter. Urbandale by three, six to three. Jayhawks scored the first four points, but Dowling has answered. With the basketball is Kelsey Heller. Dribbles across the lane. Now leaves it for Lynch, Lynch pull up, jump or pull up, stops in the lane, puts up the shot as she gives it off to uh, Maya Jimphy in the right block. At the last moment, Jimphy's shot is no good, but she drew the foul, and fouls starting to accumulate now. That'll be on Lexi Bowles, her first. Three three early fouls between the two post players that could play a factor as time goes on too. And Jimphy's free throw is good, no good. Excuse me, Maya now two for four at the line tonight. Minor Dowling has a 19-game winning streak against Urbandale. As the second free throw is good, the Maroons are 24-1 against the Jayhawks. Going back to when your daughter played. My that, goodness. That, that was the last loss. Yeah, it has we don't, been. We don't need to remember that one. <laughs> All right, here's Clark with it. 
underneath. Her shot missed everything. Shot over the uh, basket. I think she was looking for the uh, glass. Rebound Urbandale. Jayhawks with it. Here's Faith Putts with it to Heller as they do a little dribble weave. Now a long three coming. It's blocked by Clark. A traveling called on Jada Jimphy. And it'll be Dowling basketball. So traveling before the shot, apparently, after uh, Clark blocked it. Caitlin Clark closed out real strong on Jimphy, and she had already started to jump up for the jumper and came down and tried to dribble, but uh, obvious violation. So with the basketball is Dowling. Riverdale stays man-to-man. Clark with it. Dribble penetrates. Nearly has the ball picked away. Now the shot is blocked. Blocked by Jada Jimphy. Clark gets the rebound and draws the foul. Follow beyond Maddie Litch. Boy, aggressive uh, play there by Caitlin. Determined to get to the rim. Fouls on M- Maya Jimphy, excuse me. Litch was right there. They're going to get Maya for the foul. And Clark to the free throw line, Steve. Third team foul, I think, uh, for each ball club so far. H- here comes the two regular starters back in on senior night. Uh, it'll be uh, Ella McVeigh and it'll be Emma Gipple. In for uh, Simplot and for Brianna Rodriguez. And this, both free throws are good by Caitlin Clark. And it's 7-5 to five, Urbandale over Dowling here in the first quarter. Three minutes, 40 seconds remaining. Urbandale with the basketball and the, lead, and the lead as they go left to right. Dowling stays man-to-man. Ella McVeigh, as you mentioned, back in for Dowling. Also in there is Emma Gipple as they gave up their starting spots for the seniors tonight. Maroons have... Six seniors on the club, and now they lob it inside. It's stolen away by Dowling. Here's Clark with it. She'll launch a three in transition off the back iron. No good. Long rebound out to Putts, and here's Urbandale. Putts pushed it down court. Dribble on the left side. Now gets in the corner to Jimphy, and that's Maya Jimphy up to her sister. Top of the key. That's Jada Jimphy. Dowling stays man to man. They lob it inside. Stolen away by Clark. Real tried, good weak side help. Tried to lob it inside to mine. You mentioned the weak side help. Clark came over and read that. Now Clark for three off balance. Their shot up no good. And a foul called on Urbandale. And three free throws coming for Caitlin Clark. And we're going to see who they called on. They've got a whistle on Kelsey Heller. Oh, check that. Macy Gaskell, who just checked in for Urbandale, commits the foul. Not Heller. And the first of three free throws, no good for Clark. As we're going to see Simplot return to the lineup. She got a start tonight as a senior. She'll check in. The second free throw is no good. And we got a third free throw coming. Yep. Fouled on a three-point attempt. You know, it seems like Caitlin with the McDonald's All-American situation and the presentation, she's very, very jacked up. she got all of her family and friends here. Oh, yeah. They're maybe, all over there. Maybe a little bit too much emotion early in the game. It's very unusual to see her miss back-to-back free throws. Third free throw is good, so she makes two of three. And Caitlin Clark leads the lineup with six points. That might be a good uh, little break for her to get her her nerves under control. She played most of the uh, first quarter, all but uh, the final two and a half minutes, as we have two minutes and 50 seconds actually left to go. Urbandale leads by one, seven to six, down the lane. Shot with the left hand, no good by Faith Putz. Ball slapped around. Jimphy gets it, and her shot is knocked out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball. Great defense that time. Bowles, and I think uh, who else was down there? Giffel was around it, and they're going to give it to Dowling. Yeah, that time Lexi Bowles maintained uh, what they call verticality, which, yep. was, which is really nice. 
The principle of verticality, Mr. Danny. Yep. Stay <laughs> hands straight above you. You don't get the call. Nothing. Yeah. Will, it's nothing. Like it never happened. Did not uh, get called for the foul. Now Bowles is pass a little high low to uh, Gipple, and it's thrown away. Got a nice conversation with Emma Gipple following Tuesday night's game with uh, Mason City. And she was the only one who showed up for halftime. No coach, just her. <laughs> great, I said, oh, great kid. Everybody else went home. You must have had your homework done. That's why you're here. Did a great job. Very good, young lady. All right, Jimphy with it for Urbanell. Long three up. Good. That's Maya Jimphy with her first three of the night. And she's led Urbandale in scoring here. She's got nine first quarter points. 10-6 Urbandale. They matched their largest lead of four over Dowling. Here's Grace Gaber in the land. Her shot to the left hand. Good. She went right around Faith Putts. Yeah. Real good shot. In, in traffic, backed her down, and then used the uh, weak hand, the left hand, to score. 10-8 to eight is our score. Urbandale with the lead. Dowling with back on defense, playing man-to-man. This is Maya Jimphy backs in against Bowles. Her shot up. Blocked by Bowles. That's the second one. Rebound comes out to Bowles. Outlet pass goes to Simplot. Down court to Gaber. Gaber underneath. Dribbles into a double team, and it goes off the foot of Maddie Lynch. Out of bounds to Dowling. Keep in mind, Dowling playing without Caitlin Clark, who's on the bench. Just sitting it out for a little bit. Maroon's trying to make a comeback. They trailed by four. Now they trail by two, and they inbounds the ball. Here's Gaber with it. Grace down the lane with the left-hander shot. Blocked out of bounds by Jada Jimphy. Maybe Dowling basketball. Good help defense that time. Urbandale. Those Jimphy kids can play, boy. Good athletic. Good no athleticism and, and, and great height. Coach uh, Tunnell has uh, three seniors on this Urbandale club. Maya Jimphy is the older one. And now Dowling gets it inside to Gipple. Back out to McVeigh. McVeigh, pull-up jumper short. Ball tipped around. And coming away with it is Urbandale. This is Faith Putts. Down the lane she goes. Puts up a shot up. Good. The basket will count. And the foul will be on Simplot of Dowling. That'll be her first foul. And the basket is good by Faith Putts. That's her first basket of the night. And Urbandale leads by four, and they can have their largest lead here with the made free throw coming by Putts. Good dribble penetration right down the right side, and makes Simplot was trying to defend, but just couldn't get quite get out ahead of it. Was free, called for the bump. Free throw good by Putts. Just a 38% free throw shooter on the air, but makes that one. And Urbandale with its largest lead of five right now here in the first quarter. 13 to 8. Jayhawks, Dowling with the ball, under a minute to play with it is Simplot. Pass goes over to Gabert. It's stolen away by Maya Jimphy. Her shot up and good. The layup good by Maya Jimphy. So Jimphy having a pretty good first half, first quarter. It's 10 points for her, and it's 15-8, to eight, Urbandale by 7. Now another steal by the Jayhawks. This is Maddie Lynch. Gets it down court to Futz. Her shot no good. Rebound comes out to Lexi Bowles. Outlet pass goes to McVeigh. Dowling in the front court. Here's Gaber with it, looking inside. Now gets it inside the Bulls. It's slapped away and it's stolen away by Urbandale. Lynch with the steal. They get it down court. Back to Lynch. Layup, no good. Rebound, Dowling. Ten seconds left. Gipple with it on the far side. Dowling with the ball, right corner on the baseline. Out to Bulls. Bulls will launch the three at the horn. It's up and no good, and we've come to the end of the first quarter with the score. Urbandale, 15. Dowling Catholic, 8. Alongside Steve Devinney, I'm Mark Emmerdale, and you're listening to Dowling Catholic Basketball here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. 
Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym underway in the second quarter. Urbandale with the lead and the basketball to start second quarter play. 15-8 Jayhawks. Jayhawks with the basketball. Driving baseline is Putz. Her shot up no good. Rebound Nye Kong and a foul in the backcourt on Putz. And that'll be her second. Nye Tong back in the Dowling lineup. It's Brianna Rodriguez, Ella McVeigh, and Caitlin Clark. The three guards with Nye Tong and Emma Gipple, Steve Devinney. I've ne- you know, I'm not sure I've seen Coach Meyer as animated in her first four years as she was during that quarter break. She was uh, extremely upset at the kids. Kids don't really uh, have focus. Not, I mean, Urbandale was the aggressor Absolutely. in the first quarter. And- you credit your opponent, and Maroon's got caught, uh, got caught with some sloppy passes that ended up being steals for Urbandale. Now, Nye Tong underneath, her shot no good. Ball slapped around and picked off by Macy Gaskell, who's in there to start the uh, second quarter. And now underneath, a shot up and good. And I believe that's Kelsey Heller. Kelsey Heller with the basket. That's her first basket of the night. And it's 17-8. to 8. The Urbandale lead grows to 9. Urbandale's got double-teaming uh, Caitlin there. Gipple with it. Emma dribbles down, launches a shot. It's no good. Rebound. Jimphy, she has it taken away from her by Gipple. And now underneath McVeigh. Her shot no good. Actually blocked, but a foul call. They're going to get her for the body, and that's Maya Jimphy with the foul. That'll be her second. <laughs> oh. And free throws coming for Ella McVeigh, who is yet to score tonight. 25 and 33. <clears throat> so 14 foul on Dowling. That is a 16 foul on Urbandale. Yep, that is. And Faith Putz will check out of the Jayhawk lineup. Second free throw by McVay. Good. Uh, she hit them both. I'm sorry, Mark. She hit one of two. I'm sorry. So it's 17 to 9. Urbandale by eight. Jayhawks have led by nine here in this first half with the basketball. As Heller down the line. Her shot off the glass, off the rim rather. No good, good, but it gets her own rebound. And now tries to get it to her teammate, to Jim Fee. Underneath it goes. Her shot no good, but her sister rebounds and puts it through. So Jada's missed shot. Is rebounded by Maya, and she puts it through, and Maya Jimphy 12 points for the Jayhawks. Loose ball scramble, and they just uh, were able to to get to the ball quicker than the Maroons, and now they're in the passing lane out of bound, and so the Maroons will take it back uh, in the half-court set. That'll bring it to the Dowling lineup. Grace Gaber replacing Brianna Rodriguez. Yeah, it's the little things the Maroons are doing. Yeah. They're turning over, having a... Herberdale's jumping the passing lanes, and they're simply outplaying Dowling tonight. Maroon's got a double team. Somebody's open as Clark's double team. Caitlin looks, now shoots the three. It's off the mark, and she banks it in. 
A bank three for the top of the key by Caitlin Clark. That's her ninth point. Oh, my goodness. And she's got nine points. Urbandale down court. Shot up and no good. McVeigh's uh, shaken up. She gets the rebound. wonder what's wrong with uh, Ella. I think she might have. Uh, if it's that leg again? Could be. We'll see. She's been nursing a hamstring injury for a while. Caitlin with the ball in the lane. Through traffic. Her shot no good. Fight for the rebound. A foul on Clark. We'll get Caitlin on the rebound. And McVeigh is shaken up. I don't know if she had the wind knocked out of her. or I can't she, tell. And she's walking off the floor right now yeah. as Julia Moore will replace her in the Dowling lineup, number 21, 5'4 freshman. So it'll be Julia Moore, Grace Gaber, Emma Gipple, Caitlin Clark, and Nai Tong, the five on the floor for Dowling. Five and a half minutes remaining here in the second quarter. It's 19-12, to 12, Urbandale by seven over the Dowling girls. Caitlin's got to be careful. She just picked up her first foul. You don't want that to be contagious. Now in the lane, a shot off the glass. No good. Too strong. Jiffy with the rebound. Her shot no good. Nai Tong with the rebound. And Moore has it. Julia pushing it up court for the Maroons. Gets in the corner to Gipple. Gipple tries to get the Clark. Stone away by Heller. All the way down. Lip. Good. Kelsey Heller a stealing basket. And she has four points all in the second quarter. Yeah, ball was tipped free there by... uh, by Maya Jimphy, those long-reaching arms. And, and it's 21-12, Urbandale by nine. They match their largest lead. Clark with it, who's double-teamed. Yeah, just a continual double-team. She splits the double-team in the lane, shot off the glass good, and she went right around Jada Jimphy, who stood there and tried to take the charge. Yeah, that was a big-time play right there. But the Maroons got to get a few stops, and they've got to uh, get their emotions under control. 11 points for Clark. Jimphy with it. Now gets in the corner, a three-pointer up, and no good by Gaskell. Rebound, Nye Tong. Good box out there by Nye. She boxed out uh, Maya Jimphy with it. Clark pushed it down floor, down court, rather. In the corner, it goes to Gaber, left side. Now reach-in foul called on Kelsey Heller. And it'll Boy, be her Urbandale first. is really getting after the Maroons tonight, Mark. Well, Seventh think, team foul, though. The Maroons will be shooting. I think Coach Tunnell has uh, decided, hey, we've got to be Nothing physical to and we got to be defensively against them because yep. uh, Dowling won the first meeting, 72-67, a month ago. But I think Urbandale's a lot more physical tonight, and that's to their advantage. And they, and they, they got 21-14. that, Yeah, they got that good height, and they got uh, some quickness at every position. First free throw good by Grace Gaber. For Grace, that is her third point of the night. She has a... Two-point basket back in the first half, first quarter, rather. Nice game brought to you in part by r Realty. Mercy One, Two Rivers Glass and Door, and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Second free throw is no good. Fight for the rebound. And now a jump ball called as uh, Caitlin Clark tied up Maddie Lynch. Nice play by Caitlin. That'll go back to the Maroons. That'll save a possession for Dowling. Herberdale outscored Dowling 15-8 in the first quarter. And they lead by six here. Runs will inbound it. Clark will throw it in. Gets the Bulls. As Nai Tong now on the bench. Out to Gaber. Over to Julia Moore. Back to Clark. Caitlin guarded by Macy Gaskell. Lob pass underneath the Gipple. And a whistle and a foul called on Maddie Lynch of Urbandale. Fouls are piling up a little bit on uh, Urbandale. That'll be the one and one. That's the 18th foul on the Jayhawks. The 17th foul was on a two-shot foul. That was on when Gaber shot, and now free throws coming for Gipple. Emma, a 59% free throw shooter on the year, and she'll have a one and one. As they say, she was coming down on that lob pass from Clark. First free throw, good. 
Get to me and son sponsor our three-point baskets all season long. You can order takeout, 515-282-7976. Breaded ravioli, cheese sticks, spaghetti, cavatelli, pasta <laughs> china. Just trying to get you all ready here, Mr. Devaney. Second free throw good by Gipple. She has two points. Maroons are kind of climbing back into it now, down four. 21-17. We're halfway through the second quarter with under four minutes remaining. Long three by Heller is up in. In and out, no good. Rebound Clark. Clark with a four-on-three fast break. Caitlin looking, looking. Drives the right side, kicks it out to Gipple. In the corner it goes to Gaber for three. It's in and out, no good. And whistling a foul called on Dowling. And that'll be on Gipple. Emma was right there, so was Clark. And bodies hit the floor. Once Gaskell came down with the rebound, and she traveled, but she yeah. got hit. I and think it was a good call, Mark. It's a right uh, call. Yep, Emma just happened to, to bump her as she was coming down, and that was what caused her to go to the floor. That'll be the sixth on Maroon. So next time uh, that happens, Urbandale will be at the line. So the foul on Dowling. And Jayhawks with the basketball. This is Kelsey Heller with it. Gets it in the corner to Faith Putt. She lobs inside to Jimphy. This is Maya underneath her shot. Up and good. Went right through Lexi Bowles. Good defense by Bowles. A better offensive move there by Jimphy. Jimphy with her 14th point. It's 23-17. Bulls underneath their shot. Up and good. The basket will count, and the foul will be on Jada Jimphy of Urbandale. That'll be her second foul. What a strong move by Lexi Bowles, a Dowling junior. All six feet one of her. She took it right down the left side, and she's a left-handed shooter anyway, and then she took it to her strong side there, Steve. Mark, that's an understatement. That's a big, strong move there by Lexi in a much-needed situation to cut that deficit back to four. It's a nice play. Clark will come out of the Dowling lineup, and good to see Ella McVeigh back in. Yep. Also, Must have had the wind knocked out of her, like you said earlier. I believe so, and the free throw is no good by Bowles, but Gipple battling for the rebound is poked away. She and Maya Jimphy battling. They say it went off of Gipple to be Urbandale yeah. basketball with 3.10 to play here <laughs> in the half. Got to hit those free throws, Maroons. Got to hit the free throws. Yeah, that's a good point. That is so important, especially the front ends of one-and-ones as uh, – Gipple came up short. Now the Jayhawks with the basketball. This is Jada Jimphy. Dribble handoff to her sister, Maya. Now they get it up top. This is Macy Gaskell off the bench. Dribbles to the lane. Now kicks it over in the corner for three. It missed everything. No good by Jada Jimphy. Rebound Dowling. Good job by McVeigh there on the blockout. Here's Gipple down quarter. Shot up and in and out. No good. She drew the foul. And wow. she'll have two free throws coming. The foul will be on Jada Jimphy. And that'll be her third. A 19 foul on Urbandale. Urbandale bench is uh, a little upset. You know, the referees, you said they're from the Omaha area. Yes, they are. They're calling the game a little bit different than uh, than the girls are used to seeing. Then across the border, as yeah. in this side of the border, is that yeah. what you're saying? Uh, we appreciate them being here. Greg Lovett, Jeff Sweeney, and Roger Powell. Missed a free throw there by Gibbs, so the Maroons are not helping themselves. Yeah, she's missed three in a row. With uh, the shot clock. Excuse me, two in a row. Second free throw, good. She has three points, does uh, Gipple. 23-20, the Urbandale lead three. It's been as large as nine. Lynch in the front court for Urbandale. They work it underneath, and a shot off the glass, good by Maya Jimphy. She's having a night, Mark. 16 points. Very difficult to contain her. For Maya. 25-20, Urbandale. 2.15 remaining in the half. Here's Gaber with it. It's Gaber, Bowles, Simplot, McVeigh, and 
and Gipple. McVeigh on the baseline. Tries to get it to Gaber and threw it away. Stolen away by Urbandale and Faith Putts. She dribbles down the front court. Down the right side. Jump stop the block. Back out to Maya Jimphy for three. It's in and out no good. Rebound Gipple to McVeigh. Minute 50 to play. Here's Gipple with it. Dribbles inside. Double teamed. Looking for somebody open. Can't find her. Now to Gaber for three. It's up and in and out no good. Rebound Gipple. And a whistle and a foul on Urbandale. Gip working those offensive boards hard, isn't she? You know, that is tough to teach. And that's a 10th foul, I think, on the... Uh... I think it's on Lynch, and yeah, it is. Yeah, that's right. That's Mark. her second foul, and then the double bonus now in effect for Dallin. It's a 10th team foul. You're right, Steve, on the Jayhawks. It's hard to me- measure the emotions and whatnot from senior night and the award for Kate Lennon. Second free throw. She left it short, but it skimmed the rim. Yep. Rebound out to Macy Gaskell in Urbandale. Now dribble handoff to Heller, back to Gaskell. On the baseline, and she draws the foul. Looks like that's Gaber. If that's true, that'll be her first. Team seventh, and now the uh, Urbandale Jayhawks are at the line. So Gaber with her first foul. Free throws coming for Macy Gaskell. Is that is that Lynch? Gaber with the foul. Yeah, but I mean, uh, the shooter, I uh, think that's Lynch. Let me see it. Gals have the long hair, know, and it, it is Lynch. Excuse me. Missed the free throw. It's no good, but Urbandale with the rebound. Corner three, no good. Rebound out to Gaber. Minute 20 remaining in the first half. Urbandale by five, 25-20 here at the Dowling Gym. Runes going right to left towards the south basket. They're the home team tonight. Gaber with it, dribbles to the floor and loses the basketball. Boy, Maroon girls are frustrated. Well, Not hustling back on defense. What question in the calls? It hasn't. Yes. <laughs> so far, tough, it's been a step, uh, a step backwards for the Maroons tonight. Tough senior night right now yeah. for Dowling. It has Shades been. Shades of 10 years ago in, in oh. my mind right now. Corner three by Riverdale. Good. That's Faith Putts with a corner three and a timeout. Dowling. Putts with her second basket of the night, and that's her sixth point. It's 28-20. Jayhawks by eight. 30-second timeout turned into a full timeout by Dowling. So we'll take a break. 43 seconds left to go in the first half, 28-20. Urbandale by 8 over Dowling here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform Transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadale, Steve Devinney. 35 seconds remaining here in the first half. As Urbandale used a timeout after that made basket. 
Caitlin Clark with the ball on the right side beyond the three-point arc and draws the foul, and she'll go to the line for two shots. Mark, I'm telling you, they're quicker than the Maroons to every every ball. They're double-teaming Caitlin every time she touches it. This is the best that she's been defended all season. And that's a credit to the Urbandale Jayhawks and Coach Tunnell. That is their 10th team foul. And the first free throw is good. Rolls around and falls through for Caitlin Clark, who has 12 points. Spent some time on the bench. She has one foul, but uh, Coach Meyer of Dowling sat her down for a little bit. 28-21 is our score. Urbandale by seven. And the second free throw, good. Nothing but the bottom of the net. 13 points for Clark. Dowling trails by six. Urbandale with the basketball. With a six-point lead, they're going to hold for the final shot with 20 seconds remaining. At least try. Possession arrow favors Urbandale, so they'll be the next possession on a dead ball. Here's Heller with it. This is Kelsey Heller. Heller going around. Rodriguez is in there, and she travels with the basketball. Drug that pivot foot, Steve. Dowling basketball with six seconds remaining. Good defensive stance right there by the uh, Maroons, and they'll get... uh... One more opportunity to cut this deficit down to uh, Meredith Umland checks in for Urbandale. Clark with it. Caitlin in the front court draws the foul before the shot. Boy, oh boy, Between oh boy. the circles is where they fouled her, and that's not a bad foul. Well, but it's their, their double bonus. But she'll get two instead of three. Well, she will get two. And Here comes the Jimphy girls back in. And Urbandale with 3.5 seconds has an opportunity to respond. The foul is on Anaya Hickman, her first. Free throw good by Clark. Caitlin with 14 points here in the first half. 28-23, Urbandale by five as we approach halftime. Michael Connor, the Dowling boys coach, will join us. He's up here watching the final seconds of the first half with you and I. Second free throw by Clark. Off the back iron, no good. And rebounded by Jimphy. This is Maya Jimphy. Half-court shot at the horn is no good. And we come to the end of the first half of play with the score. The Urbandale Jayhawks, 28 Dowling Catholic 23, along with Steve Davini. I'm Mark Emmerdale. Back with the, our halftime guest, Michael Connor, the Dowling boys basketball ball coach, following the horn. And it's Urbandale 28, Dowling 23 here at halftime of the girls' contest. Back with more on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. The home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. And we're back here at halftime here at the Dowling Gym. It's a girl-boy doubleheader on Iowa Catholic Radio, Urbandale and Dowling. 
as the Dowling dance team performing here tonight. Urbandale leads Dowling 28-23 here at halftime of the girls' contest. And joined now by Michael Connor, the Dowling boys' basketball coach. O.C., thanks for joining us. Congratulations on the win Tuesday night over Mesa City. You did it without one of your starters. And that was uh, Matt Stillwell. He will not play tonight against Urbandale with an uh, ankle injury. Your kids performed well Tuesday night. you got to be happy for that. Yeah, very happy. Um, k- kids came out, took care of business. Uh, the best part about all of it was the fact we got to get all our kids in the game. We haven't had a chance to do that with our schedule this year very often. So the fact that we got a chance to get uh, Will Yergay and Adam Bialzik and Dylan Smith, um, Jet Gretke and, and, and those other guys, Mikey Chase, some, some court time was really, really valuable for us. Sam Hughes, we needed to do that. Those guys worked extremely hard, and uh, it was good to see them get a good run there. Well, they certainly did, and uh, the young man that you uh, sent up here at halftime, or in postgame, did a great job. Uh, Mikey Chase, uh, we talked with him, and the uh, the, the, law, the the tall golfer we have, uh, Will Yergay. Uh, we appreciate yeah. having both of them on. They were great interviews, Mike. Good. I'm, I'm glad. They're, they're great kids. We're, we're always very lucky to have high-character kids with, with great personalities, and uh, those two certainly fit that mold. Well, Coach, tonight's a rematch with the conference rival, and that is uh, Urbandale, a team that you've won 11 in a row against. And uh, Coach Smith brings this team in. Matter of fact, he was out one of the starting centers, and that's Cal Watson, the athletic director's son, Billy, at, at Urbandale. Hadn't played since he rolled his ankle. He start, scored the first points of the second half, you remember, over at Urbandale on that Saturday night. Didn't play. He hasn't played, but he's coming back tonight. I believe he'll come off the bench. But they've been without him during this long stretch. Yeah, that uh, certainly helps them getting Cal back. Cal is kind of a stabilizer for him, and, and he's really their only size right now. Um, and it allows them to go back and, and do the things they want to do offensively and defensively. Watching the film of them in the last seven, eight games, they're doing things a little bit differently because they don't have their normal personnel in there. So it's kind of handcuffed them a little bit. And, We'll see. I mean, he's been out for three weeks, so I have to imagine it's going to take him a little bit of time to come back from that ankle and, and get get uh, completely healthy. Oh, see, uh, you guys managed a good win the other night without your star player, Matt Stillwell. Have other guys, uh, even at practice, settled into some slightly different roles, or how's that going? Um, you know, we haven't talked about it a whole lot. You know, we like to feel like the way we practice encourages and builds depth so that when we run into these situations we've got some guys that are ready to step in and play and i think we talked about this a little bit on tuesday we've been wanting to get simon daniels some minutes um so we've been prepping him in practice for this opportunity we wish it wouldn't have came in the manner that it did with matt getting hurt but uh, nonetheless here we are um so yeah you know you can you can sustain for a little bit without one of your better players long term it becomes a lot tougher so Hopefully we can get through tonight um, and hopefully get him back uh, early next week. Well, Coach, another senior night, and, uh, you know, you, you have five seniors on the team, and you've got to be pretty proud of what these young men did. I know you're going to recognize them after the girls' game. That's when the ceremony will take place as them and their families, along with their student managers and cheerleaders will be recognized. But uh, another senior night, and it's always sad because you know how much time they put in effort in the program, and even before that, did the Catholic basketball program back in middle school. It is. You know, it's it's hard to get too sentimental yet because you still have two weeks of the regular season and you have some postseason and there's still so much stuff going on basketball-wise. It, it doesn't really hit you until whenever your season is over that I don't get to coach Matt again. I don't get to coach Drew again. 
Um, we don't get to work with Will again um, or Joe or Michael. Um, so it, it's tough to think that far ahead right now, and, and we don't want to. We kind of want to stay in the present, but uh, it's a great group of seniors. And, and I know it probably sounds like a broken record. We say that every year, but we're really lucky. Every year it is a great group of seniors. We've got good kids that work hard from supportive families, and um, the kids are very, very unselfish. Um, and they're easy to coach. They're fun to coach. So this group is, is no different than the rest of them. They're, they're very, very fun to work with. And OCU know as well as anybody, you know, kids look at look up to their peers. And right now it's your five seniors out of the peers, how they act on the bus, off the bus, in class, in the classroom, in the, in the hallways, and also in practice, how they respect the coaches. And that just trickles down to the rest of the group, whether you have – and you have a diverse group this year. you got the freshmen and some juniors in there, some sophomores that I'm sure in the JV, they all get to see that. So they have handled themselves very well, Mike. They have, and they had great role models last year. Uh, Jack Keogh and Art Lyman, Drew Keeter, Ben Sheridan, Luke Van. I mean, those guys were great examples for them. So they, they've had some good role models to, to view and uh, learn from, and, and they've certainly taken advantage of that and done a great job in their own right. Oh, see, what do you expect uh, out of Urbandale tonight? I, I haven't really paid attention how they've been playing. And... Well, they've been a little up and down, and not having Kale has hurt them. It, it'll be really interesting to see how much he plays because they do so many different things when he's in the game. Their ball screen defense changes when he's in the game. Um, we may see a little bit more zone tonight if he's not in the game because they don't have a lot of size to match us. Yep. Um, they've been running some press. The offense they run runs better when he's in there because they put him in the middle. They've had to kind of shuffle some guys in and out of his position, which has made them not as comfortable. So not sure, to be honest with you. I, I know what we've seen on film. I know what we saw when, when he was healthy. and. Until we know the extent of how much he can play, it'll, it'll be really hard to tell what to expect on a consistent basis. Your, your freshman, it seems like, is growing up a little bit as the season goes on. He's starting to play a little bit better. He is, and, and that just comes with time and experience and getting comfortable with his teammates. I don't think people understand. He's 15. I and he, he joined a team where friendships were already formed. Kids had prior knowledge, experience, time with other kids. And we throw him in and say, here, go get him. <laughs> and then you've got all these people saying, well, he's the best player in the country. And he might be. But that's a lot for a kid to jump into and adjust to. But I tell you, and, and this is not coach speak, he has been wonderful to coach. We're talking about Omaha Blue, the outstanding freshman that you're coaching. We're visiting with Michael Connor here at halftime of the girls game between Dowling and Urbandale. Urbandale leads 28-23 at halftime here on senior night. And OC, going back to what you were talking about, uh, I asked uh, Coach Nehas, who was down here when we were interviewing Will and Mikey uh, Tuesday night, I said, hey, who's the dunk coach at Dallin? Because Omaha missed three dunks, but he did a lot of other things pretty well, and I just want to be sure I'm getting the right coach. So do, do we know who's coaching the dunk, dunkers well, I don't think Dallin? we have anybody, so <laughs> maybe it, that's the problem. down in seventh and eighth grade <laughs> oh, doing oh, that? Here's the deal. I wonder in the history of Dowling basketball how many times four dunks have been attempted in a game. Who cares if they made them or not? Right. Four dunks in, a, in, in the course of a game, that's pretty good. We may have to find a middle school coach for that. I think Devinny's on the hot seat right But now. don't we need somebody with prior experience on how to dunk? <laughs> that's I mean, true. That takes you're, out you're, the general population well, of us. Yes, it does. And it also gets uh, Wagner and Nahas out of it, too, yes, because they're, they're barely touched the net, if, if I remember right. So I believe Riggs. We'll work on that. Yeah, you got a good example right there, Ryan Riggs. Yeah. Absolutely. And he'll get the start tonight with four seniors due to uh, Stillwell being out. So that'll, that'll be a nice balance. It, it will. And, and the fact that we get to keep him in there and keep Drew in there, some guys that have started before, that, that really helps us. Sure. It's, 
It's always great to recognize the seniors. It's always a little unnerving when you when you play with your rotations this late Absolutely. in the year, but um, thankfully we've got a lot of guys out there that have played a lot of minutes for us, so we and, hope it's a smooth transition. And Coach O'Connor, you talk so much about routine. Well, tonight, a little bit out of the routine. It'll be senior night, so the Dallin girls are already out of their routine with the recognition for Caitlin Clark uh, being on the McDonald's All-American team, rightly so, but it's kind of thrown this off. You mix that in with a real good Urbandale team. They've come to play tonight, and guess what? Coach Smith and the Urbandale boys will too when uh, your uh, presentation's over, so it'll be tough. It, you know what, though? We've, we've kind of gotten comfortable with the helter-skelter of everything because it feels like the last three or four weeks with cancellations and events going on at games, losing a game, making up a game at 12.30 on a Saturday after you played at 8 o'clock the night before. We've just hopefully gotten into a little bit of a, I don't want to say a routine with that, but we're better handling those quick changes than maybe we were three or four weeks ago. OC up next. I know you have Urbandale tonight, but uh, Tuesday night over at North. Next Friday we'll be up at Ames for the final regular season conference game, and then you travel to uh, Des Moines-Lincoln. So you've got three of your next games on the road before being back here in two weeks, taking on the Southeast Polk boys. Yeah, sneaky stretch coming up. Um, really just focused on tonight. We'll start worrying about North um, Sunday. Um, really want to make sure we continue to play good basketball because we have the last three games, and that's the important part right now. You just want to keep playing good basketball. Win or lose, you play good basketball, you're going to find yourself in a good position, and uh, we need to build on what we've done the last three games here tonight and honor our seniors the right way by getting them a win. Absolutely. Michael Connor, thanks for joining us here at halftime. Thanks, guys. All right, Good luck, luck. Kosti. Michael Connor, join us here at halftime. We'll take a break and come back at the start of the girls' contest in the second half. It's Dowling and Urbandale, halftime of the girls' contest, and it's Urbandale 28, Dowling 23. And we'll be back at the start of the second half in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you to Tumia and Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tumia and Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tumia and Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tumia's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tumia and Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines, and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976. TumiaandSons.net. And we're underway here in the second half. Urbandale with the basketball first. They turn it over. Caitlin Clark with a steal. And she is fouled by Urbandale's Kelsey Heller. That's her third foul. It's 28-23. Urbandale by five. Dowling with the basketball in their first set. In the lane, a runner by Caitlin Clark. It's no good with her shot from the left uh, mid-range area of the lane. And rebound stopped out of bounds. My night Tong was all over that offensive rebound but lost it out of bounds, Steve. Yeah, good hustle there. Uh, the Maroons, Caitlin Clark, especially just in the first minute of the second half, seem a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more composed. Uh, we'll see if that me- leads to anything in terms of... Uh... And Urbandale, a little alley wow. play. <laughs> they get it to Faith Putz. They lob it to her. Her shot's no good off the glass. Rebound Dowling. Clark for three, and it's good. And that is her first three. 
Jamian Suns three-pointer of the night. She's got 17, Steve. Yeah, good to hit that first one. Maybe uh, Maroons can get something going here in the third quarter. Dowling with no three-pointers in the first half and on the uh, baseline, uh, shot up and good by Maya Jimphy. That was Putts, I think, 23, Mark. That okay. was a heck of a nice move on the inside by her. So for Putts, that's her eighth point. It's 30-26, to 26, Urbandale by four. Here's Gaber with it. It's Gaber, Gipple, Clark, Tong, and McVeigh, the five in the floor for Dowling. Gaber down the lane. Little wraparound pass to Tong and... She threw it away out of bounds. She had to get around Jada, Jim Fee, and couldn't yeah. do it. In recent games when the Maroons have been having so much success, they've had uh, they've been able to get their feet set on those outside shots, and tonight Urbandale is just waiting for them as they catch it. And there's nothing that's coming easy for the Maroon girls. Urbandale led 15-8 at the end of the first quarter. Dowling outscored Urbandale 15-13 in the second. Here's a steal by Clark. Layup good. She went right around Jada Jim Fee for the steal. And a basket on it. She's got 19. Yeah, she looks like a different person here early, just her uh, facial expressions and all that. Now down the lane, a shot by Keller is blocked out of bounds by Gipple. And it'll go to uh, Urbandale. They'll inbound the ball underneath their own basket. And, Steve, I think he hit the nail on the head back in the first half. Everybody's a little amped up. Uh, Caitlin got her award. The crowd got into it, and they were maybe too overwhelmed. And yeah. Urbandale played a tremendous defense, uh, defensive play yeah, presence in that first half. Sure did. And... Kept Dowling out of the rhythm. Underneath Jiffy, she forced a shot. It's no good. Great job by Nye Tong. Rebound Nye. And down court, they get it to Clark. Her layup from the right side. Good. And all of a sudden, we've got ourselves a ball game. Clark with 21 points. And we're tied at 30. Yeah, Maroons erased a, a halftime deficit of five. Now underneath, Urbandale. That's Macy Gaskell in there. And her, she shoots it with the left hand. Good. That's her first basket. Jayhawks up by two, 32-30. Now Dowling with the ball. Clark nearly threw it away as Tong deflected it. Clark double teamed on the baseline. Shot off the right block. Good. And we're tied at 32. And Caitlin now with 23 points. At halftime, Coach Meyer uh, switched up the uh, switched up the strategy. And they're posting Caitlin Clark up in the middle. And now down court and a shot blocked. They're calling it a jump ball. Good defense that time by the Maroons. And it'll be Dowling basketball. And this will be Dowling's first opportunity to take the lead as they have trailed by as many as nine in the first half. And they've got it tied right now with 5'10 to play. Clark for three. Good! And that's an NBA D-League three-pointer, Steve, from the top of the key. Yeah, she's a she's a new player right now. 26 points for Clark. And now Urbandale dribbles across the timeline. And Jada Jemphy with a carrying call. Her mind is right right now. As she palmed the ball. So, Caitlin Clark with a Tumi and Sons three-pointer. She's had a couple of those. 515-282-7976. Clark for three again. It's no good. Rebound comes out to Nye in the corner to McVeigh for three. It's no good. Rebound Nye Tong. Gets it out to McVeigh for three again. Up. Good! Right in front of the Dowling bench, right wing. Ella McVeigh for three. And Dowling with now a six-point lead over Urbandale, Steve. Yeah, you would think that Urbandale might take a timeout. Boy, they're frazzled a little bit, and the Maroons are on a roll. This crowd is going nuts. It's a full house here at Dowling. Underneath, a shot up to no good by the Jayhawks, and that is Macy Gaskell, but a foul on Dowling and looks Gaskell. Like, uh, looks like Gipple. So Emma Gipple with her second foul. 4.33 remaining, third quarter. It's 38-32, Dowling by six. This is Maroon's largest lead of the night. Gaskell at the free throw line. Macy, a 56% free throw shooter on the year, misses the first free throw. 
Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Kemen, Dental Associates, and Construction Professionals. Alongside Steve Devenny, I'm Mark Amadale. Glad you could join us. Packed house on a Friday night of conference basketball here in the CIML. Second free throw, no good. And the ball's poked away by Gasco, and she commits a backcourt foul against Caitlin Clark. That is her second foul, and team foul number two on the Jayhawks here in the second half. You know, in less than one half of the third quarter, the Maroons have scored 15, Mark, uh, to match their second quarter total already. It's just a whole nother vibe out there by these kids. Different energy. Herbertil looks like in a 2-3 zone here. Dribbling baseline is Gaber, and she draws the foul as the uh, Urbandale gal was kind of hand-checking her all the way down. The whistle will be against Maya Jimphy. That's her third. So Maya Jimphy and Kelsey Heller and Maya's sister, Jada, all with three fouls. 13 foul on Urbandale, one on Dowling. Runs inbound the ball. Tong gets it to Clark. Tong posting up. They work the left side. Clark and Tong on the left side. Now backdoor cut, and it's poked out of bounds by Urbandale as uh, Clark tried to get McVeigh on a backdoor cut, and it was tipped out of bounds. I yeah. think Lynch got a piece of it for Urbandale. Good idea by the Maroons. Energy in this crowd. First half was behind us. Second half's across the pond, if you will. The Dowling fans. Now here is Clark with it as the ball's tipped away, and now she gets it back. Three-pointer by Clark, no good. Gipple offensive rebound. McVeigh for three, and she banks it in. The bank's open on Friday night for Ella McVeigh. That's her second to me in Suns three-pointer. Dowling by nine. That was Putts coming back at the and, other end with a breakaway layup. The, the her, pace right now is fast and furious. Ten points for Putts underneath Tong. Her shot, no good. Ball tipped and saved by... Jim feet to Tong. Here's McVeigh with it, and now Clark will take it from the right side. Three and a half minutes remaining. Clark, step back at the right elbow. Good. Caitlin Clark with her 28th point. Running out of room in the score sheet for her, 43-34, Dowling by nine. Urbandale with the ball in their offensive end. This crowd is really into this. With the basketball is Faith Putts. Gets it out to Jim Fee for three. It's in and out no good. That was Maya with the miss. Rebound Dowling and Clark. Approaching the three-minute mark. Clark over to Gipple. She'll launch the three. Up. Good! Emma Gipple with her first to me and Sons three-pointer. Her tenth of the year. Timeout Dowling with under three minutes to play. It's Dowling 46, Urbandale 34. The Maroons, Steve, have their largest lead at 12, and this is a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. Maroons have scored uh, as many points in the third quarter as they did the entire first half. And uh, they've got the uh, Urbandale Jayhawk girls back on their heels right now. Long, long halftime because of the uh, dance routine and so forth going on. But whatever uh, Coach Meyer said, the girls just came out with a whole other mindset. And, and uh, well, they look a lot more relaxed. And, boy, are they playing well right now. Well, Maroons trailed by five at halftime. But Dowling has won out of 23-6. to six run here in the third quarter to lead by 12 46 34 over the jayhawks these are both top 15 urbandale looking to get a two seed in the uh, postseason that comes out next thursday the uh, ci or the uh, 5a brackets dowling uh, right now a number two seed they're ranked second urbandale ranked ninth jayhawks the record of 13 and 5 dowling 16 and 3 now we got a blocking foul called on mcveigh 
And it'll be her first foul. Team foul number two on Dowling here in the second half. Urbandale with three. Jayhawks will inbound the ball. Underneath their own basket to the basket left. They get inside to Heller on the corner baseline. Out to Maddie Lynch. Back to Faith Putts and a whistle and a foul called on Dowling. Back to back on McVeigh, Mark. Doing a good job at Urbandale. We talked about that in the first half. How how quick the uh, the Urbandale team is off the dribble. Jayhawks inbound it again. Heller will throw it in. Gets it out to Maya Jimphy. Jimphy on the left elbow. Double team goes against Nye Tong. Tries to back in. And a whistle and a foul on Tong. They'll wave oh, it off. Goodness. And that'll get Kristen Meyer up. I thought, goodness I sakes. thought Nye did a pretty good job that I time. I did too. Wow. <laughs> Caitlin Clark playing the peacemaker there. Incredible. Fouls on Nye, her third. They so. got a little bit of heat from the Urbandale coaching staff, and now there's three quick whistles on the Maroons. 46-34, Dowling by 12. Urbandale will inbound it again for the third time in this possession. Here's Jimphy with it. This is Jada. Head fake in the lane. Shot the left hand too strong. Rebound, Nye Tong. Outlet pass to Clark. Caitlin with it. She'll launch the three. Top the key. Good! Right over Maddie Lynch. Caitlin Clark with another to me in Suns three-pointer. And she's got 31. Nobody can do what she can do, Mark. It's not even close. In rhythm. Effortlessly. Underneath Jimphy. And she has the ball poked out of bounds by Clark. And Urbandale will inbound the ball. Is going to get Macy Gaskell back in there. And I'll tell you what. Macy did a pretty good job off the bench in that first half. Yeah. She'll replace Heller in the Urbandale lineup. So it'll be Faith Putts, Maddie Lynch, both Jimphy sisters, and... Maddie Gaskell, who throws it in. Gets it into Maya Jimphy. Dowling stays man-to-man. Two minutes remaining, third quarter. Dowling 49, Urbandale 34, a 15-point lead. Corner three up and no good. They rebounded by Maya Jimphy, and she puts it in, and a foul on Dowling. It'll be on Naitong, her fourth. So the Maroons' largest lead has been 15. And that basket is good. That's too bad. What happened there, Mark, was, uh, was it a an air ball. Air ball. And that so was... she was able to get the rebound. Tong didn't anticipate that and picked up the uh, her fourth foul, which is big. And the free throw is no good by Maya Jimphy. Jimphy's first basket here of the second half. She has 18 points. Dowling with the ball. Gipple in traffic. Her shot no good. Lexi Bowles in there for Tong, who's on the bench with four fouls. Had the rebound, and it was... Poked away from her in the hands of Urbandale. Jayhawks now trailing 49-36 with a minute and a half remaining. Third quarter, and they have the basketball. They go to the right to left towards the south basket here at Urbandale. Now they work a clear out for Faith Putts. She'll launch the three up, no good. Rebound Dowling and Bowles. Out to Clark. Caitlin guarded by Faith Putts. Launches a three up off the miss or off the rim, no good. Maddie Lynch with the rebound for Urbandale out beyond the three-point arc. Approaching the final minute here of the third quarter, Steve Devenny. 49-36 Dowling. And now we've got a whistle and a foul called on Bowles as she was bodied up with uh, Jimphy in the left block. And on Bowles, that's her second. So Coach Tunnell on that last time out planted his seed. He said, hey, it's getting a little too physical. And uh, right now it's team foul number six on Dowling. And at the time it was only the third foul on Dowling. So you're right, Steve. It's, it's not good. And uh, Maroons have just got to adjust to that. The game changes, not only from the players, 
but also the tempo underneath is Jimpy. Underneath her shot, partially blocked, going to get uh, Bowles for the foul. Oh, my and, and goodness. Dowling's going to be out of post players here in a minute. It's a third foul on Lexi, and free oh throws coming from Maya Jimpy. And that one might hurt a little bit. Oh, my. Foul's on Lexi Bowles. Ball is on the left block here at the south basket. That's incredible. And now Coach Meyer will have a, a visit with one of the officials from Omaha. First free throw good by Jimphy. She has 19 points tonight. The other official was standing right next to the play and didn't have any call, and then this other guy out 30 feet away. Second free throw good. 20 points now from Maya Jimphy. Post players for the Maroons now have a combined uh, seven fouls. They've only got three more that they can use before they're both fouled out. 49-38, and underneath, shot up and good, or no good, rather, by Caitlin Clark. And I believe the foul is on Urbandale's number 11. They're going to get it on Maya Jimphy, and that's her fourth. So she becomes the first Urbandale player with four fouls, and Coach Tunnell, Kenton, will look down his bench. Free throw good by Clark. Caitlin with 32 points. Steve, I may have to borrow paper to keep track yeah, of Caitlin no, here. I no have kidding. To some paper. <laughs> I don't think either side is particularly happy with the way the game's been officiated. But like you said earlier, that's that's what how it's being called, and you got to make that you adjustment. You got to adjust. Gabriel will sit down. Second free throw by Clark is no good. 50 to 38, Dowling by 12. Herberdale in the front court. Uh, Simplot in there right now. And a shot blocked by Bowles. That was a risky move. Rebound comes out to Clark as Heller's shot is blocked. Here's Dowling. Julia Moore underneath the Bowles. Layup is no good. Bowles gets the rebound. Put back no good. Fight for the rebound. And Urbandale comes away with it. And this is Jada Jimphy. Jada with the ball beyond the three-point arc. They work it to the left side. Gaskell for three. It's off the mark. No good. And the quarter will end with a loose ball tie-up, and they're going to call it no-jump ball. So we've come to the end of the third quarter with the score. Dowling Catholic 50 and Urbandale 38 in game one of our girls and boys doubleheader. Back with the fourth quarter of our girls game from the Dowling gym. It's Dowling 50, Urbandale 38, the end of three quarters, back in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Dr. David Anders, host of Call to Communion. Catholic Radio is the best tool we have for evangelization in the church today. I believe your support of your Catholic Radio station can make an eternal difference in the life of an individual, a family, and in society. So support Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Do you have a story? Well, God wants to hear it. Maybe you can't donate money or volunteer your time, but that doesn't mean that you can't evangelize for the Lord. Iowa Catholic Radio is on a mission of evangelization, and you can help by sharing your testimony with us. Just call 515-223-1150 and tell us how Iowa Catholic Radio has impacted your life. Or you can also email your testimony to contact at kwky.com. And welcome back here to a packed house here at Dowling tonight in the Dowling Gym. 50-38, to 38, Maroons lead. As we start the fourth quarter, Dowling outscoring Urbandale 
27-10 in that third quarter after trailing by five at halftime. Now an off-balance shot in the lane. Good by Jaded Jimphy in a strong move. T- tough move with a very well-defended play by Caitlin Clark. So Jada Jimphy, who's has three fouls. Maya Jimphy with four for Urbandale. Heller has three. For Dowling, Nye Tong with four fouls. Underneath Nye, as she gets the fourth quarter start, her shot up and no good, gets her own rebound, but is tied up on the rebound by Maddie Lynch. It'll be Dowling basketball, and they'll inbound it underneath their own basket. So for the Maroons, it's uh, Clark, Simplot, Nye Tong, Julia Moore, and Grace Gaber, the five on the floor. Clark will inbound it here, Steve. And get it to Nye Tong as we're underway here in the fourth quarter. Here is Simplot for three right wing. Missed everything, but Clark gets a rebound uncontested as Faith Puss didn't block her out. And shooting and scoring is Caitlin Clark, her 34th point tonight. And it's 52-40 Dowling. Maroons lead back up to 12. They've led it by as many as 15. Urbandale has led by as many as 10. Now in the uh, lane, a shot no good by Maddie Lynch. Rebound Dowling. Here's Clark with it. Caitlin. Going against Trafficker, shot up and good. They're going to wave it off. Offensive foul on Caitlin Clark with the right elbow, and that is the right call. Caitlin second. Can't throw the forearm out there like Caitlin did. You could use it as an arm bar, as you know, but you can't kind of flag it, and it was a – and she kind of flung it out there, and the official with the call uh, wipe out the basket. So do you need a – Need some whiteout over there for that one, Steve? Because <laughs> no. you're, you're using a pen, unlike nope. the golf course. I, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I didn't give her the basket. Okay. <laughs> Urbandale with the ball. Here's Maddie Lynch with it. Gives to Heller. Heller on the dribble drive. Pull up jumper in the in the lane and missed everything. No good. Jimphy gets the rebound. That's Maya with it. And Urbandale keeps the possession alive. There's Faith Putts with it. And she's guarded by Julia Moore between the circles. Pass goes right wing. Dowling stays man-to-man. Jimphy sisters are in there along with Putts. And now Heller loses the ball out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball. Tough one there for the uh, Jayhawks. Slipped through her hands and went right out of bounds. Maya Jimphy and Faith Putts, the two seniors that play the most for Urbandale. There's three on the team. The other one who we've seen earlier is Anaya Hickman. She'll come off the bench once in a while. Here is Grace Gaber in the Dowling offensive end. Dowling going towards the north basket here in the third, in the fourth quarter. Now a pass underneath the Simplot. Great pass from Clark, and Simplot can't uh, get the shot to fall. Rebound Urbandale. Here's Maddie Lynch to Jimphy, top of the key. It's no good on the three. Rebounded by Lynch, and now a three-pointer by Putz. Missed everything, no good, and Moore with the rebound, and Dowling has it. Those long shots, Mark, as you know, create long rebounds sometimes that Urbandale, was the case there Urbandale pesky they've got two people on <laughs> Caitlin somebody's open and that's more <laughs> Julia has it now to Simplot out to more Julia for three it's up off the rim no good leaves it short gets her own rebound over to Clark 515 remaining Clark for three in the corner it's no good rebound Simplot her put back no good and the rebound cleared out of there by Maddie Lynch and Urbandale that was quite the possession for Dowling they had a couple of looks at it Hotly contested. Both ends. Jayhawks get down. Underneath, a shot no good. Kind of went off the fingertips of Maddie Lynch. Off the miss. And the rebound out to Urbandale. Or rather, out to Dowling. And now Maroons will walk it up. Here's Clark coming off a ball screen. Caitlin in the lane. Pull-up jumper. Good. Great ball screen by Grace Gaber. 
And Caitlin now with 36 points. Looks like the Urbandale Lady Jayhawks are slowing down a little bit, maybe getting out of gas slightly. They've logged a lot of minutes tonight. Three-pointer no good by Jimphy, and that's Jada with the miss. And they played so well in that first half, Mark. Here's Clark with it. Lisa Fergaber, Grace in the lane. Gets it to Moore. Julia with it. Slow down, girls. In the corner. <laughs> Go get him, coach. Gets it to Gaber. Gaber in the corner. 4.15 remaining. Now to Clark. And now they're going to wave that off. That's a charging foul. And now she'll get teed up. So Caitlin Clark picks up her third and fourth wow. fouls right there with 4.15 remaining. And that's never good. As Caitlin Clark is teed up, and at the free throw line for Urbandale will be Jada Jimphy. Caitlin dis- disagreed with the call and made a little hand gesture to the official. Can't be de- demonstrative yeah. to the people on the floor. And so it's an offensive foul on Caitlin Clark. That's her third foul. Caitlin f- may have to come out there because when, when on that technical, don't they, that counts as a personal foul as yeah, well? That's yeah. her fourth. Yeah. She may need to come out for a minute or so. And, and it's a player control foul, so free throws are not at stake. And it'll be two free throws for Jimphy, who will shoot the technicals. And this is Jada Jimphy, missed the first. Dowling student section applauds that. And we'll have substitutions come in. It'll be Urbandale basketball. And the second technical is good. So Jada Jimphy now with three points. It'll be Urbandale basketball. Substitutions, Urbandale has Macy Gaskell coming in. She'll replace Kelsey Heller. And Meg Simplot, one of the six seniors for Dallas. She'll check out with uh, Clark. And Urbandale will throw it in. Maddie Lynch will throw it in. Gets to Jada Jimphy. It's 54-41. Dowling by 13. And now a quick steal by Gipple. Nice play by Gip. Gets it to Julie, or gets it to Grace Gaber. Gaber gets in the front court. Has the ball poked away. Picks it up. Now it gets to Moore. Julia with it. Dribble drives free throw line. Let's see what Dowling will do. It's McVeigh, Gaber, Nye Tong in with four fouls. Julia Moore and Emma Gipple, the five and the four for Dowling. Looks like Urbandale's gone back to man-to-man with uh, Caitlin Clark out yep. of the ballgame. And now underneath, a little scoop shot, no good. Nye Tong for the rebound. Put back up again. Gaber missed a shot, but Nye Tong puts it down. That's her first basket of the game. It's 56-41 and a timeout, Urbandale. This should be a full. It is. So we'll take a one-minute break with three minutes and three, 32 seconds remaining here in. The fourth quarter, it's the Dowling Girls 56, Urbandale 41, along with Steve DeVinney, Mark Amadale from the Dowling Gym here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. 
Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And welcome back to the Dowling Gym out of the Urbandale timeout. Jayhawks have three timeouts remaining. Dowling with four. 320 remaining. Dowling with the lead, 56-41. Urbandale works a corner three. It's up and good from the right side. And that is Jada Jimphy with her first three of the night. She's got all six of her points here in the fourth quarter after being shut out for three quarters. 56-44. Dowling by 12. Now here's Nai Tong with it, dribbled between the uh, circles, and she draws the foul to be on Jada Jimphy with her fourth. So she and her sister, Maya, both with four fouls. And now Dowling with the substitution, as that is the 15th foul on Urbandale. Dowling with 10 team fouls. Clark back in the lineup for Julia Moore. Caitlin with it. On the left side, dribbles towards the basket, pull-up jumper, good. Right around Jiffy and Jada with four fouls. Had to be careful. That's 38 points for Clark. Caitlin Clark's got to be careful also about the emotions. She has four fouls too. Underneath, little Euro step that time. Shot no good by Maya Jiffy. Rebound Dowling. Here's Caitlin Clark with it at half court. Going through traffic in the lane. Reverse layup up and no good. And a foul called on Maddie Lynch. Lynch will pick up the foul for Urbandale. That'll be their 16th foul. And Lynch is third. And Caitlin Clark will be a shooting foul. We'll go to the line for Dowling. Want to thank Ashworth Vision. Construction professionals along with Kimmon and Dental Associates alongside my broadcast partner, Steve Devenny. I'm Mark Amadeo. Coach, it's hard to believe next Friday will be our final regular season girls contest. Dowling at Ames as the Dowling girls have the week off until next Friday. Yep. Uh, much needed rest for the girls. They've had a, a long stretch of some really tough competition. Yes, they have. Both free throws good by Clark. She's got 40 points. It's 60-44, to 44, Dowling by 16. This is the Maroons' largest lead of the night. As Rodriguez and Simplot get set to check in, along with Aaron Kleppe. Two and a half minutes remaining. Herbadale underneath. And a shot from the right block good by Macy Gaskell. For Gaskell, that's her fourth point. Nice drive by her. And it's 60-46, to 46, Dowling. Maroons get in the front court. Here's McVeigh with it. McVeigh, Clark, Gipple, the three guards with Gaber and Nai Tong as we approach the two-minute mark here in the fourth quarter. Fouls, Dowling with 10-team, Urbandale with 16 fouls. Corner three, no good from the right side by Clark. Rebounded by Dowling. Good hustle that time by Gaber. She tipped it to uh, Gipple. You know Maroons uh, are up 14 now with less than two to go. They really don't need to, to take too many outside shots. And now in the lane, a shot up and no good by Clark. And a foul called, and that is going to be it for Jada Jimphy. She'll foul out with six points with a minute 44 remaining. Yeah, I'm not sure that was a foul either. It looked like pretty good verticality, but uh, they called it for, and she played a, a nice game tonight. So Clark will go to the line. And free throws coming. Are they going to wipe? Unbelievable, Mark. <laughs> well, that was The referee minister. gave the shooter the basketball, and the other referee is trying to bring kids into the game. He should not have given the basketball to Caitlin Clark. 
Unbelievable. Officials See, now, they don't have a clue. Yeah, officials they're, now. They're calling them over to the bench. Because the free throw was good, but but girls were coming into the ball Absolutely. game for both teams. And now they got to. They're all going to arrive at the uh, scorer's table. And Steve Davini, that's where you're an expert at, the scorer's table. What would you say here? Let's count the, the dead ball free throw. <laughs> what, I, what I would say By is Clark. <laughs> the referee probably shouldn't have thrown her the ball. Correct. Until. Uh, Got to have eye contact yep. with all three. Yep. And they're going to allow the free they, throw they, to they're stand. They're going to let it stand. Yeah. 61-46. Dowling, second free throw by Clark is no good. Rebound, Urbandale. So they let it stand. That was a dead ball free throw. Yep. <laughs> Rebound out to Urbandale. Minute and a half remaining. Substitutions in. Corner three for the Jayhawks. No good by Macy Gaskell. Ball goes out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball. Hey, Mark, let's mention uh, just subbed into the game is uh, Aaron Kleppe, the other senior on the uh, number 33. Just checked in for the final minute and a half, and that'll be uh, yep. her first appearance tonight. Yes, it is. Brianna Rodriguez also in there. Clark didn't make the free throw. She's got 41 points to lead Dowling tonight. There's Brianna Rodriguez, gets the sim plot, two seniors playing catch, not a Clark, the third senior. Matter of fact, all five are in there, Steve. Yeah, with the exception of... Uh, Behind the back pass of, by of, Clark. Of Nighton, she's out now. And Kleppy didn't uh, expect the pass, and a layup up to good all the way down court goes Anaya Hickman, another senior for Urbandale, and she scores. One minute remaining, 61-48 Dowling. It's been a great atmosphere, hasn't it, Mark? It certainly has. All six seniors playing for the Dowling girls. They overcame a five-point deficit at halftime. Outscored Urbandale 27-10 in the third quarter and outscoring them then here. Baseline shot, good! Brianna Rodriguez shoots and scores. She gets into the scorebook, and it's 63-48. And this place is packed. Steve, you want to help out over there? I think they need security in that far corner. I think so, too. The kids can't get in. We need a bigger gym. And now we've got a whistle and a foul on the baseline on Dowling as Jimfy will go to the line. 1-3, 1-3, Rodriguez. Brianna with her first foul. And Maya Jimfy at the line. Yeah, that's double bonus. She has 20 points tonight. She's really played well. She had 16 points at halftime and four here in the second half. Make it five. Free throw good. As more Maroons are checking in, we'll see Maddie Wishman in there, number five. Also in there, number 43, Lauren Frericks. Number 25, Allie Anderson in there for Dowling. And the second free throw by Jimfy is good. One heck of a second half by the Maroons, wasn't it, Mark? Yes, it was. 22 points for Maya Jimfy. 63-50 Maroons, 20 seconds remaining. Julia Friedrich in there for Dowling. She's dribbling the basketball. Leaves it for Allie Anderson. Gets it up top, and that's Lauren Frerichs with it. She has the ball stolen away by Jimfy, who's still in there. Maya all the way down court layup is good. Maya with her 24th point. That'll do it. 63-52 the final. Dowling comes from a nine-point deficit in the first half to overtake Urbandale and win their 20th in a row over the Jayhawks. That goes back to 2010 on your daughter's senior night, Steve Davini. Yep. Back on February 12, 2010, the Dowling girls' last loss here to Urbandale, 43-40. Since then, the Maroons have won 20 in a row over the Jayhawks. How about that research? Well, I'm going to tell you something, Mark, (laughs) and you know this too. The Urbandale Jayhawk girls have come a long, long way. Oh, absolutely. And that's a really, really good team. And, uh, 
boy, Caitlin Clark came out in the second half, and her teammates did too with the eye of the tiger and uh, reversed uh, the fortune. But I'll tell you something. That was a heck of a ball game. It certainly was. Congratulations to the Maroons. Dowling girls now improve their record to 17-3. and They have one regular season game remaining, and that is next Friday night in Ames. They'll be part of a girl-boy doubleheader. That will carry here on Iowa Catholic Radio. So Dowling now goes to 17-3 on the season. They're now 8-1 and in Central Conference play. They're tied with Johnston going into tonight's games. Urbandale falls to 13-6. and Their record drops to 4-5 and in Central Conference play, and they are ranked ninth in Class 5A. Dowling what was that girls. final score right now, Mark? How many points the Maroons have? 63-52 the final. Okay, thank you. So Dallin girls win it 63-52. We'll tabble, tabble, tally up the scoring. Can't get that spit out. <laughs> Easier said than done. Yes. And we'll come back with our postgame show between games. Dallin girls and boys basketball teams, cheerleaders, and support staff will be interested. Will be in, inter, uh, introduced by Denny O'Grady. And uh, it'll be senior night. They'll all be recognized. Six senior girls, five senior boys. And the uh, managers and cheerleaders we introduced, and they're doing that right now. We'll take a break. Final score in the girls' contest, Dowling 63, Urbandale 52. Back after this timeout here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts of the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. The home and away voice of Dallin Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Packed house tonight for senior night. Dowling seniors being recognized. And they're starting with the boys basketball team, rightly so. You know, ladies usually go first, but the Dowling girls just got done playing, so... Coach O'Connor and the boys' basketball staff are handing out uh, congratulations. Are, are they giving anybody flowers? I mean, the, the I think the mothers are getting flowers. All right, I haven't seen the, I haven't seen the been tallying up the scoring here, Steve. So I haven't really paid attention to the uh, reception line, yeah. if you will. <laughs> Fantastic. Final score tonight: Dallin girls come from behind. They defeat Urbandale 63-52 for the 20th time. This dates back to Mr. Davini's daughter graduating. Back in 2010 and having to uh, endure the last loss to an Urbandale team. It's hard to believe that it's been that long. But, Steve, you know, sometimes just a stroke of luck. It's yeah. just some of these games have been great. Well, I think one went in overtime when I was looking all this up earlier. And uh, just simply amazing. But congratulations to Coach Kristen Meyer. The Dallin girls now 17-3 and on the season. And they'll have a week off, and they will play at Ames next Friday night. We'll have both games here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Dowling boys, on the other hand, 
will play Tuesday night at Des Moines North, and then they travel to Ames with the girls on Friday. And uh, I think Swamer's going to make it over there with me to the North Gym on, fr- on Tuesday night uh, for that uh, boys-only contest, 730. Yeah, it's fantastic. So the festivities tonight are just fantastic, senior night. Uh, you remember that, Steve, don't you? Something that these kids and their <laughs> parents will remember for a long time. All right, let's take a look at the scoring in the contest. We'll start first with the Urbandale Jayhawks, as the Jayhawks now fall to 13-6 and six overall, 4-5 and five in conference play. The Jayhawks were led tonight by Maya Jimphy, the senior, with 24 points. And she was followed by Faith Putts, another senior for Coach Kenton Tunnell, with uh, 10 points. Six points for Jada Jimphy, and she fouled out with a minute 44 left in the fourth quarter. She had all six for points in the fourth quarter. Four points each for Urbandale, for Kelsey Heller, and for Macy Gaskell. Two points for Anaya Hickman off the bench for the Jayhawks, and two points for Maddie Lynch. As Urbandale went 10 of 16 from the free throw line. And for Dowling Catholic, Dowling led by Caitlin Clark with 41 points tonight. She was followed in scoring by Ella McVeigh with seven points. She had two to me and Sons three-pointers and had a free throw to go along for her seven. Six points for Emma Gipple. Gipple tonight, three out of six the free throw line and hit that three-pointer in the third quarter when Dowling had their comeback coming. So Gipple with three points, or with six points rather, three points for Grace Gaber. And two points each for Nye Tong and Lexi Bowles, who both battled foul troubles. Dowling 12 of 21 at the free throw line tonight. And we'll mention the quarter scores before we uh, get our final thoughts from Mr. Steve Devenny before we uh, hand it over to Mike Swain here in a moment. Uh, Dowling trailed at the end of the first quarter. Urbandale 15 to 8 at the end of one quarter of play. And then the Jayhawks... Uh, Led by five at halftime, Dowling outscored Urbandale 15-13 in that second quarter, but Urbandale led 28-23 going into the half. Third quarter, Dowling put on an explosion. They outscored Urbandale 27-10 in the third quarter to lead 50-38 going into the fourth quarter. And finally, in the fourth quarter, Urbandale outscored Dowling 14-13, and the Maroons won it 63-52 as Dowling improves its record to 17-3. Again, Urbandale 10 of 16 from the free throw line, Dowling 12 of 21 at the line tonight, Steve. Yeah, a, a tale of two halves, obviously. Caitlin uh, had 14 at half and finished with 41, so if we can do the math, that's uh, 27 in the second half for Caitlin. And uh, and her teammates chipped in. Like you say, Ella Bay hit a couple big, big threes and hustling on the boards. It was just really a, two completely different games in each half for the Maroons, but... Uh, to their credit, they came back out after a, a very, very shaky first half and pulled it together, and and boy, they put on a clinic there in the second half. Certainly did. Now we haven't got updates, but uh, other games going on. As Johnson, third-ranked Johnson at number 13 Ames in girls' play. That should be wrapping up. Ankeny Centennial, 12th-ranked at Ankeny in the Battle of Ankeny tonight. Those are Central Conference games. Southeast Polk, ranked number five by the girls' union at fourth-ranked. Waukee tonight at the Waukee Gym. And number 11, Valley, at Fort Dodge tonight in Iowa Conference play. And finally, in Metro Conference play, Roosevelt at Lincoln, North at Hoover, and East at Ottumwa. Marshalltown and Mesa City are had the night off. They'll play tomorrow night as Mesa City has their uh, 
musical choral concert going on at the uh, junior college up there. And uh, they'll play tomorrow night in Mace, in Marshalltown at 6.15, a girl-boy yeah. doubleheader. Boys' only game tomorrow, Linmar at Waukee. And they'll tip off at 6 o'clock at the Waukee Gym. Waukee boys ranked number eight. And finally, North at Lincoln tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock at the Lincoln Gym. That'll be a girl-boy doubleheader. I believe that's a makeup game from one of the snow outs. Also tomorrow, boys' district swimming. Dowling boys will be traveling to Marshalltown. There'll be eight teams involved there. They'll begin at noon. And uh, for you Urbandale fans, Urbandale is with the Johnson swim team as they uh, are merged together. And uh, they will meet at the uh, Summit Middle School. There will be eight teams there for boys district swimming. So that's the uh, the docket. Now we've got more introductions going on. And uh, we're going to catch our listeners up with that, Steve, as we're between games with the uh, Dowling girls. A winner tonight came from behind. 63-52 63-52 the final, and the Dowling girls being recognized right now. They include senior Grace Gaber and her parents, Cheryl and Mark, along with her sister, Emma, who played here at Dowling. Erin Kleppe and her parents, Deb and Mike, along with her, her brothers, uh, Ryan and Matthew. They're being introduced. Brianna Rodriguez, along with her mother, mom and dad, Tina and Dean, and her brother, Michael, being introduced. Meg Simplot and her parents, Jill and Tim, and her sister's also out there, Sarah and Annie. And Nai Tong with uh, her mom and her sisters, Christina, Anna, and Rachel. And Caitlin Clark and her uh, parents, Ann and Brent Clark, along with uh, her brother, her brother's oldest one, Blake, and the youngest one who plays ninth grade basketball, Colin. You know a little bit about Colin Clark. Yeah, nice kid. Does a good job. They're being introduced last. And for the Dowling boys... Drew Daniel, he was accompanied by his uh, mom and dad, Dave and Jen Daniel, his sister Marin and brother John. Joe Straco, classmate of mine, Joe and his wife Roseanne, former Roseanne Gelati, with their uh, son Joe being introduced. Matt Stillwell, accompanied by his uh, parents, Pat and Lori. Mike Keel, his parents, Dan and Nicolette, along with... uh, Dan, Jack, and Mark, his brothers, all there. And Will Yergay, accompanied by his uh, mom and dad, Jeff and Gina, and his brothers, Jackson and Carter Yergay. All being introduced tonight on Senior Night here at Dowling. We're going to take a break. We're between games. And it's Senior Night as the Dowling girls are winners, 63-52. We'll be back to uh, preview the boys' game and bring, bring you more senior introductions. When we return to the Dowling gym, alongside Steve DeVinney, I'm Mark Amadale. Again, the final, Dowling Girls 63, Urbandale 52 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you to Tumi & Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tumi & Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tumi & Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tumi's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tumi & Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines, and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976, tumiandsons.net. 
we're back here at the Dowling Gym alongside uh, Steve Devaney, Mark Amadale, seniors being introduced here at the Dowling Gym. And we had the uh, boys followed by the girls, and now the biggest round of applause about set to come as uh, Caitlin Clark, who picked up her first technical that I can recall, Steve, in her four years of Dowling. I think she had hey. one earlier, but not when I was broadcasting a game. you got to do it all on senior night. <laughs> <I'm gonna> <laughs> and it was a well-earned technical. You can't do that. But she's been introduced with her mom and her dad, Brent, and her brothers. And rightly so, as Blake and Colin <laughs> escort her. And uh, what a career she's had. McDonald's All-American. Hell, Colin just came from the boys' yeah, he game. Did. He Freshman left, boys' game, still in uniform. On. <laughs> yeah. Blake, Blake Clark, walk-on quarterback and holder for the place kicker at it, Iowa State. You, I told you this earlier. Know who the snap, long snapper sure. is? Chris Guess's son. Yeah. So it's Guess to Clark to a Sally, the kicker. That's, that's wonderful. <laughs> that's the Iowa State trio. And I want to see that tailgate next year when it moves to Iowa City for the Iowa-Iowa State yeah. game. Caitlin will have her Iowa gear on. And uh, Blake will have, well, be, in, be dressed in his Iowa State football uniform. And the guests will be there, too, I'm sure. Oh, and, sure. Uh, that'll be a heck of a tailgate yeah. in Iowa City. Yeah. I might have to crash that one. Well, I'll tell you, Mark, what an emotional night for the kids and their families. And let's yep. hope that you and Swamer can take the boys to a, a big victory tonight. Yeah. And uh, we'll see how that goes. We want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. We want to recognize our supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio. That's the main thing, because without them, we don't, we're not on the air. And uh, well said. Find folks like uh, to me and Sons, and when you get down there, stop by, or if you're calling for takeout, uh, say hello to Mario, Joe, Louie, and Joe Jr. They do it all down there, 1501 Southeast First Street. They support our made three point baskets by uh, Dowling, 515 282 7976. Not too late to call for takeout on a Friday night, or no. you can order online at to me and Sons, not net. You can. You can to me and sons.net you can order right there on your phone uh, steve Re- regardless of how you eat their food whether you go pick it up or eat it in the house it'll be a good experience yes it always is I've always... <laughs> and it's a fun experience they yeah. make it very lively down there depends on yeah. uh what what they're up to good also show. Oh, thanks to ashworth vision clinic construction professionals dental associates and kimmon we appreciate their support not only during the high school season but the uh, high school basketball season but also the football season and this is not a good look. You know, Stillwell, he's got the bow tie on, yeah. senior night, and he looks the night, looks like one of the assistants. He's dressed better than the assistant coaches. Well, it looks right like now. that ankle's coming around a little bit. He should bit. be out there dressed. He's walking without a limp, <laughs> but he's just not quite ready yet. Yes, that's true. Our thanks also tonight to uh, Two Rivers Glass and Dory. Appreciate their support all season long. Mercy One, the Catholic tuition organization and R&R Realty, and i got to give a plug out there for the uh, Iowa Catholic Men's Conference coming up on Saturday. February 22nd, and the, the theme is Sons of the Father, and that'll be at the Embassy Suites downtown at the hotel. And the conference is from 8 o'clock to noon. Doors open at 6.30, masked by Bishop Pates at 7.30. But uh, speakers are Iowa State head football coach Matt Campbell, a good Catholic up there in Ames, and uh, Man Up ho- co-host, uh, or man, ho- man Up host Joe Stopulus, easier for me to say. <laughs> uh Joe's a big Iowa, Iowa Hawkeye Uh-oh. fan out of Davenport, Uh-oh. so and he's the one that lined up Coach Campbell, and that is a tremendous job out of him. Yeah, John Leonetti be the MC, and you can, uh, you can treat it to a light breakfast. But uh, the, the conference goes from eight until noon, so by noon you're out of there. 
Uh, tickets are purchased online. They're $20. Go to iowacatholicradio.com and just click on events. You can purchase your tickets. I think I have two or three guys going with me. Mr. Devenny, you're always welcome. If Mark, you're I'm gonna, I'm, I, we're going to see what uh, this, this is a bad reason to miss, but a lot of the times we have uh, our eighth-grade tournaments on Saturday morning. But yeah. uh, if we have afternoon games, I'll see you down there, too. Absolutely. It's a great so, event. So if you get by, get off in the morning and uh, can, come and see the talk by uh, Matt Campbell, it should be uh, tremendous. We appreciate that. So hope everybody uh, partakes in that. There's uh, about half the tickets are sold, so. We'll take a break here and uh, invite everybody to the Man Up Conference. So, my friend, thank you for joining me. What thank a game you, it was. Tale of two halves, wasn't it? Yeah, see you next Friday up in Ames. And uh, okay. good luck Tuesday. The boys have North? At North, yeah. At North. Well, we'll you guys are on the air? 730. We'll yeah. be on. Okay. Yep. Thanks again, Mark. Our broadcast partner, Steve Devinney, for game one. We'll take a break. Come back with Steve with uh, from Steve Devinney. We'll bring in uh, uh, Matt Sw- Mike Swain for game two. This is Mark Amadale from the Dallin Gym. Dallin girls are winner in game one. 63-52 over Urbandale. We'll take a break and come back and preview the boys' contest between Dowling and Urbandale. The teams are warming up here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray here from The Doctor Is In. Did I explain to you my Amway theory? Very simple. You give to this station, you support Catholic Radio, and you get a percentage credit of all the lives that are changed. This is true. I've been at this business a long time. I'll tell you, if you only knew the amount of people whose lives have been changed by Catholic Radio. So you support this station. It would be hard to find something where your support goes as far as it does. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Do you have a story? Well, God wants to hear it. Maybe you can't donate money or volunteer your time, but that doesn't mean that you can't evangelize for the Lord. Iowa Catholic Radio is on a mission of evangelization, and you can help by sharing your testimony with us. Just call 515-223-1150 and tell us how Iowa Catholic Radio has impacted your life. Or you can also email your testimony to contact at kwky.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym alongside Mike Swain. I'm Mark Amadale as we get set for the boys' contest between Dowling and Urbandale here on Iowa Catholic Radio as uh, we get everything arranged as the teams are out there warming up. I mentioned the Dowling girls won their 20th straight game over the uh, Urbandale girls dating back to the 2007 season where the Dowling boys got a nice little winning streak. They've won 11 in a row since Brad Reork retired from Urbandale. Matter of fact, handed Brad his final loss as a high school coach here, and they've won 11 in a row, or 10 since. They've won 11 in a row, and Mike Swain, welcome to the broadcast. This place is pretty packed for a senior night, isn't it? It's a great crowd. I mean, you've got the band, and senior night's always special, Mark, so it's an exciting atmosphere here in the Dowling Gym. It certainly is. We had a tremendous girls game. Dowling girls coming from behind to uh, win game one of the uh, the doubleheader here in Iowa Catholic Radio, 63-52, and that sets up the boys game, which uh, the teams are out in their practicing and you know if you're the visiting coach and uh john smith's at urbandale i told him before i said they're going to be senior introducing uh, introductions and recognition between games so that may extend things says nope we got it all planned and dowling will have the same thing happen up at ames next friday when we go up there so it's this time of year it's senior night recognition we all you all prepare for that yeah you have to deal with that as a coaching staff and as players and i i always hated it you know, especially on the road, having to sit in that locker room and wait for that. But, uh, you know, it's an important moment for these seniors. Uh, they, they get recognized, obviously, what they've done for the program and with their parents. And so 
uh, it's uh, it's a great night for those those seniors, and I'm glad that uh, we get to honor them. Uh, you know, on, on one night. No question about it. And Mike Swain, if for Dowling, Matt Stillwell will not play for the Dowling boys out with that ankle. He'll be the best-dressed assistant coach sitting with Coach Wagner, Nahas, and uh, Coach Combs and Henkenius. He'll be the best-dressed one, but he's out with an ankle injury. He's been doing the treatments, but he's just not ready to go, and hopefully he'll go Tuesday night when Dowling travels to north. Well, it's a big loss because you look back at the game against Urbandale, Mark, when Dowling won. Uh, Stillwell led Dowling with 13 points that night. Yes, so, he did. And that game was was interesting. Uh, Dowling led only by four points at half. You look at the final score, you know, they end up winning by 18. But this game, it was tight at half. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with your leading scorer out with, with Stillwell, Dowling's going to have to have some guys step up just like they did the other night, Mark, when we did that Mason City game. And they just got effort from everybody. Uh, I think 13 guys scored that night. Yes, they did. That was, that was quite the performance. Well, Urbandale comes in with a uh, record of 6-10. and 10. They're 1-7 and seven in Central Conference play. They've lost uh, 9 of their last 11 and 6 of their last 7. And their last uh, game was Tuesday night. They lost at home to uh, Southeast Polk, 56-35. A Southeast Polk boys team we'll see in two weeks here to close out the regular season for the Dowling boys. Uh, but they uh, beat Johnson for the first time in uh, um, many, many uh, games. I think they, had, they snapped a 17-game losing streak in the conference. They defeated Johnston last Friday, 66-62, uh, at home in overtime. So uh, Jayhawks are 1-1 one and one coming into the game, but they get back uh, their center and one of their leaders and leading scorer, and that's the athletic director's son. That's Billy Watson. That's uh, Cal Watson. Uh, is playing his first game because he rolled his ankle at uh, Urbandale to start the, the second half, and he hasn't played since, missed seven games. Yeah, it's sort of the tale of two teams, right, Mark? Urbandale gets the, uh, a leading scorer back, a, a real big piece in, in, in Cal Watson, and on the other side, Dowling pl- is going to play without their leading scorer, Matt Stillwell, again. So yeah. uh, it uh, certainly should be an interesting game, and anybody who thinks that you're going to take Urbandale lightly after that Johnston win, you just have to go back a couple weeks when Johnson came in here and beat the Dallas Maroons. So every night you have to bring it, Mark. You've got to have a great effort, and especially on senior night, I would expect nothing less. Well, we'll see as uh, the Maroons will have a little bit different starting lineup. Uh, some of it is more senior-oriented. With uh, There's five seniors in the Dowling boys team. Obviously, one is not playing tonight, and that is uh, uh, Matt Stillwell. But uh, Michael Keel, Joe Strocko, Drew Daniel and Will Yergay will be the starting four of the starting five. Ryan Riggs, a junior, will be the post player. And uh, the Maroons will go with the four seniors and Ryan Riggs. Yeah, there's going to be some continuity there. Obviously, Drew Daniel and Ryan Riggs start. Joe Strocko started earlier in this season. That's right. Michael Keogh has a start under his belt. And Will Yergay had a nice game the other night, Mark. We were fortunate to talk with him after the game. And uh, he, he had a couple baskets. So... I think Will's going to do a great job tonight. I don't see any letdown in this starting lineup for the uh, Dowling Maroons. Well, we had a very energized crowd in the girls' contest, and hopefully they've uh, paced themselves, the fans I'm talking about, both behind us, the Urbandale fans, and across from us, the Dowling fans. And we even got the band up there playing on senior night. You like to see that. Love the band. It's always a, a great atmosphere when you can come out to Dowling's gym and you got the band, and again, packed house. It's just going to be uh, a lot of fun tonight. Great atmosphere here while uh, we watch a battle of CIML teams. Uh, 
Coach Smith wanted me to make sure his kids weren't bothering you this time because every year they come down here, they they kind of come down to our table. They want to play their Hot Wheels, and Coach Smith doesn't live too far from me here in Urbandale, so we talk a lot of a lot of house sometimes, a lot of a lot of old stuff. I said, you know, there's this guy that used to coach at Lincoln. His dad was a much better guy. I love Mike Senior was good. Mike Junior, well, that's the guy sitting next to me, and he's criticizing both teams. And then he gets on the officials, and then I gotta put the Catholic connection on him, you know, and say, hey, we gotta rise up. That's and, right. Uh, but coach, so I don't know what you said, but uh, I, had, I had to talk to Coach Smith just a little bit. I was very calculated what I said okay. to officials <laughs> until they looked at me and said, no more. <laughs> Yeah, we had that look. We had a – never seen this in all the years. Usually our officials here in the CIML are pretty good. But we had a live – we had a dead ball substitution while Caitlin Clark shot a free throw, and they allowed it. They let wow. it go. And she missed the second one. So Yeah. I, but that's... Uh, that happens. So you got to adjust. These guys are from Omaha, and we're going to welcome them. Without them, we wouldn't have the game tonight. That's right. As simple as that. Yeah. And uh, both teams know that. But, uh, all right, Mike, we're going to take a break here in a pregame show. We had an extended between games due to the – Dowling seniors being recognized following the girls' game, and we'll preview the boys' game. We'll come back with starting lineups. It's Dowling and Urbandale tonight here in Iowa Catholic Radio. From the Dowling gym, the Urbandale boys come in with a record of 6-10. and 10. Dowling comes in with a record of 10-6. and 6. Back with starting lineups along with Mike Swaim. I'm Mark Amadale here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. Welcome back to the Dowling Gym tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio Senior Night as the Dowling assistant coach. All four of them make their way on the, the court. Jimmy Nahas, Nick Wagner, David Combs, Pat Henkinius, who still is undefeated. His sophomore boys are 17-0, I think, right now. They're going for Nahas and I and Coach Slabonia's uh, 21-0 undefeated season, and I'm getting nervous now with two weeks. I was going to say, that's prestigious ranks there, Mark. It is. We went 21-0 a few 10 years ago, and nobody's touched that, and, and Kenius is knocking on the door, and I'll be getting real nervous when they play Southeast Polk here in two weeks, and they're still undefeated. I'll be uh, real nervous. There you go. But, you know, Pat's done a great job with the Dowling sophomore team, and they have a talented group. Matter of fact, a few of those guys could be starting for some teams, to be quite yep. honest. So, oh, that's exciting for the future, for sure. Now, we won't be bothered tonight, Mike. I want to rest assured. Uh, the district football came out the other day, and uh, Dowling is the number one overall seed, and they're the number one uh, tiered team. So they have their schedule. For our fans that may not know this, they'll play Urbandale, Fort Dodge, Des Moines, Roosevelt, Waukee, and Ankeny Centennial. doesn't say where. and doesn't say when. But those five teams are on Dowling's schedule. 
Valley will more than likely be added, so there's the sixth team, and then they'll have to select, or the state will, the three other teams. But uh, the folks that normally bother us are busy trying to hash this all out. Yeah, I saw this the other night on WHO, yeah. and they were going yeah. through this. I thought it was fascinating it is. how they're going to do this. And just at a quick glance, if I'm West Des Moines Valley, and uh-huh. I'm looking at Ankeny, Ankeny Centennial, uh-huh. Southeast Polk, yeah. uh, and Dowling on your schedule. Yeah. That is, uh, that's a tough football schedule. Yeah. Uh, that's, this is a one-year deal in for 4A uh, football because they're calling it uh, group football, 4A groups, where the rest of the state is all districts, and they're just doing it one year. They're using RPI. Sure. Dowling has the best RPI, so they're number one overall seed, and there are eight or seven different groups in the state so yeah you're going to see a mixture of that and we're not going to be bothered tonight because those guys in the corner are trying to figure it out and they need the math guys to do it it's like calculus is involved with this mike and all this other well, stuff several of those guys know nothing about math so now i'm a little worried that we might get phone calls oh, wait a second all those guys know golf and you have to know math to keep score right it's creative with the pencil i see i got gotcha. you <laughs> All right, let's take a look at the starting lineup tonight for the uh, Urbandale Jayhawks and the Dowling Maroons. And we'll first start with Urbandale, the visiting team. We just spoke to their head coach, John Smith, in his fifth year at Urbandale, 34 wins, 71 losses. Assisted by John Hardison, Mark Bishop, the sophomore coaches, Joey Aguirre, and the freshman coaches are uh, Matt Ellis, Nick Alquist, and Joel Muldoon. And the Jayhawks bring a record of 6-10 and at a conference play. They're 1-7 in the Central Conference. And they will start this lineup at one guard, Drew Dykstra. He'll wear number five, a 5'10 junior, averaging eight and a half points. Leads the team with 22 steals. He'll wear number five. The other guard, or the other forward, rather, or one forward is Grant DeCryfe. DeCryfe, a 6'3 junior, averaging six and a half points. Leads the team with 20 made threes. He'll wear number 23. And the other forward is Alex McConkey. McConkey, a 6'4 senior. Averaging six points and just under four rebounds. Leads the team with seven blocks, and he'll wear number 24. And the other guard for Urbandale is Dylan Cool, a 6'1 sophomore, wearing number 33, averaging eight and a half points, three and a half rebounds. And at center, after a seven-game absence, Cal Watson, a 6'6 senior, averaging eight and a half points, six and a half rebounds. He's their leading rebounder. And Cal will wear number 52. So it's uh, Dykstra. Cool, the two guards, along with DeCryfe and McConkey at forward and Watson at center for Urbandale. Jayhouse come in averaging 53 points on offense and give up 51 points on defense. And Dowling Catholic, the head coach is Michael Connor in his 14th year, 198 wins, 111 losses. Assisted by Nick Wagner, Jimmy Nahouse, David Combs, Pat Henkenius. Dowling 10 and 6 overall, 4 and 4 in conference play. Maroons have won 11 in a row since. Uh, against Urbandale, and they're 18-9 and nine against the Jayhawks going back to 2007-2008 season. The Maroons will start four seniors tonight on senior night along with uh, one junior, and the, and the first two guards are Michael Keel and Joe Stracco, both seniors. Stracco, a 5'10 senior, and Keel, a 5'10 senior. One forward is Drew Daniel, 6'6 six, six senior, averaging 9.5 points, 6 rebound. Drew leads the team with 34 made threes. He'll wear number 32, and Will Yerge gets to start, 6'5", senior. And we, Mike, you and I had a chance to interview Will, who's also a uh, golfer, one of the top golfers in the state. And he starts tonight on senior night, averaging just under a point. He'll wear number 42 in the center, Dowling's Ryan Riggs. 
Leading scorer for the Maroons on the court tonight, 11 points, 6.5 rebounds, has 23 blocks, and Riggs wore number 20. So it's Keel and Strockel, the two guards, Drew Daniel and Will Yerge, the two forwards, and the center, Ryan Riggs. The Maroons come in averaging 57.5 points in offense, give up just under 48 points on defense. Mike, that's a tail of the tape. Your keys to the ball game tonight for Dowling, playing without Matt Stillwell once again. Well, I think they've got to get off to a fast start. They they really got out on Mason City the other night, and I thought what they did really well is rebound and then get runouts and push in transition. That led to easy baskets, and that just created momentum. It shifted to the defensive side. They were very active, hands in the passing lines, passing lanes. So I think that's what they've got to do tonight. And how about the ovation for Will Yerke? It was the biggest one of the yep. uh, of the. The crowd really is into it, and what an honor for him tonight. Now you got to understand, there's about 50 golfers here too, so that might have been part of it. <laughs> I'm just be. saying. <laughs> All right, Cal Watson, as they uh, tip off. Actually, it was Alex McConkey. McConkey wins the tip, and Urbandale with the ball. They're in their all road red uniforms with white numbers, a little bit of blue, blue trim. Underneath is Dylan Cool. His shot no good. Rebound comes out to Dowling, and Ryan Riggs. Here's Keel in the front court. Jonas late. The Dowling girls are winner tonight. 63-52 over Urbandale. The Maroons had to overcome a nine-point deficit in the first half, and they took control in that third quarter. Here is Strocko in the lane. Tries to get in the corner to Keel, and it's poked away nicely by Dylan Cool. Mark Urbandale starting out in a 2-3 zone, but they're very active. Uh, they're, it's almost sort of like a matchup zone that they're playing. Dowling went down the ball. They get it to Keel, who runs the point right now. They work the right side to Strocko. Yerge is running the uh, the post in there. Riggs in the corner, right baseline. Can't get it to Yerge. Now they'll swing it around. Here's Daniel with it. Dribbles right elbow to Strocko for three. It's up off the rim, no good. Kept alive by Yerge, but right into the hands of uh, Dylan Cool and Urbandale. Urbandale making it tough for Dowling to enter that ball into the post and even the high post area. So see what kind of adjustment Dowling makes next time down the on offense. Urbandale with the basketball. As you mentioned, Dowling stays man-to-man. This is Drew Dykstra. Looks the right side into Kreif. Now in the corner to Cool, and he dribbles towards the uh, top of the key. Urbandale being very deliberate. No score. We're underway here in the boys' contest, and we played a minute and a half. Dowling won the previous matchup 48-30 at the Urbandale Gym back on Saturday, January 11th. That was uh, that game was delayed a day due to the uh, snowstorm the night before. Jayhawks being very deliberate. And now Strocko reaches in, tried to steal it away from Dykstra, and he drew the foul. Yeah, he got his hand on the ball, but then attempted to get go in again, and I think that's when the official got the foul there. Look. Fairly clean at the beginning, but I think he got him with the body. So Matt Riedel and uh, Omaha Baloo will come off the bench tonight on senior night. So will Simon Daniel. Now Jayhawks working inside. A shot no good. Ball slapped around, and Watson grabs it. Yeah, that was a good tip out by McConkey. Yes, it was. He kept it alive. Alex McConkey, the 6'4 senior forward, kept that possession alive. And Jayhawks have held the ball for over a minute and a half. Where's the shot clock when you need it? Exactly. That was the Cedar Rapids a week ago Saturday. Right, left up in Kennedy. <laughs> Here's uh, Watson at the free throw line. His shot up and good. 
Cal Watson, the 6'6", senior, missed seven games with the ankle injury and back tonight and starts. Now that's frustrating. You play defense for over a minute and a half, and then a guy knocks down a 12-footer. A reverse layup, no good by Riggs with the left hand. Came from the right baseline and couldn't get it to fall. Rebound out to Urbandale. Jayhawks with it. Dribble drive in the lane to Kreif. His shot no good. Rebound Daniel. Drew hauls it in. Substitution's ready for the next dead ball. Kai Black, freshman in. Now long three. Up and good by Drew Daniel. And the Maroons have their first basket. And it's by Drew Daniel at top of the three, three-pointer. And that's a Tamian Suns three-pointer, Mike. Well, secondary Swain. break opportunity for Drew Daniel, who has been on a tear as of late from the three-point line, Mark. Dowling by one. They lead it three to two. Now whistling a foul. On the Maroons, on the Urbandale possession, Michael Keel will pick up his first foul, second team foul. And as I said earlier, substitutions now for Dowling. As we'll see Omaha Baloo check in for the Maroons. Also in there, Matt Riedel, number 24 for Dowling. Wow. And Keel. out goes uh, Will Yerge and Joe Strocco. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it, it, that Dylan Cool is really posting up inside. He's using his... Big frame and really physical. They've switched Riedel to him, giving Michael Keogh a little bit of break, who was giving up some height, Mark. Watch this uh, play in the paint. Uh, Riggs guarding the sophomore. The freshman, Kai Black, a 6'3 freshman, who has the ball now. Dribbles down court, loses the ball out of bounds. It'll be down in basketball, going against the veteran, Ryan Riggs. Well, that time... Uh, Kai Black thought the ball was going out on, on Dowling and sort of didn't make an effort for the ball, and the referee said it was Dowling's ball. So. I think he tried to bait the referee that yeah. was really off of uh, Riggs, and it wasn't. Dowling gets the ball off the turnover. Urbandale going to stay in that zone, Mark. It's Keel, Ballou, oh. Riedel, Drew Daniel. There it is. And Riggs. Ballou with it. Right elbow. Backdoor cut by Riggs. Head fake. A shot up and good. The basket will count. And a weak side foul called on McConkey, I believe. But Ryan Riggs working against his own. Mark, it, you see what happens when you get the ball inside. So they passed the ball about the high post area to Omaha Blue, and then he kicked it back out. He stayed in that that area. The whole zone had to come to him, which left Ryan Riggs wide open on that baseline. Riggs ran right where the short corner is. That's where the hole was, and his free throw is good. Good things happen when you get the ball to the middle of the zone. We're going to see how long Coach Smits and the coaching staff of Riverdale stay in that zone. It's 6-2, Dowling by 4 over the Jayhawks. Again, if you joined us late, Dowling girls came from behind tonight and now have won 20 in a row against Urbandale as they defeated the uh, Jayhawks in game one, 63-52. Now Urbandale with the basketball in the front court. Jayhawks in their... Road red uniforms with white numbers. Long three coming by Grant DeCryfe. No good from the top of the key. And ball slapped around. Outlet pass goes to Ballou. He's down court. Spins in a lane. Shot up and good. How did he do that? <laughs> How the heck did he do that? Mark, he started spinning on the other side of the lane and somehow got underneath the basket and he spun it up. He was closer to the ground <laughs> when he shot the ball than he was before he got it. That, Eight to two Dowling. That was a really athletic move. Herberdale in the front court. They work against Dowling's man-to-man defense. Dylan Cool with it. Gets the Kai Black. Stolen away by Keel. Michael with the run out. Down court layup is no good. Tip by Riedel is good. He followed the play. Wow, that's great hustle by Riedel. And a great steal by Michael Keel. He does, he's been doing that all year, Mark. He's so quick with his hands. And when he couldn't finish, his teammate was there to do it. Dowling out to a 10-2 lead. The Maroons by 8. Corner 3 up. No good by DeCryfe. Rebound out to Watson. 
Boy, are they glad they got him back tonight. Cal with a good hustle there. A long three by Dykstra is no good with the left hand. Rebound, Ballou. Omaha looking down court. He'll leave it for Keel, and he'll dribble in the front court as Andrew Lynch set to check in for Dowling. Now, Irvindale mixed up on what defense? Corner three, no good by Drew Daniel. Weak side rebound, Riggs. Dowling for three. It's up and no good off the front of the rim. Rebound, Cal Watson and Irvindale. Jayhawks with it. Here's Kai Black in the lane. His shot is blocked. Blocked by Riedel. Rebound, Ryan Riggs. Yeah, Freshman Irvindale. just a step slow there. Yeah, that was a good block by Drew Daniel. Good help defense. And Irvindale doing a good job getting back. Dowling hasn't had many opportunities to push the ball like they did against Mason City the other night. Irvindale stays in that zone. Underneath Riggs is shot up and good. Great pass from Michael Keel. They're being really patient, Mark. They're taking what the defense gives them, and Urbandale's going to grab a timeout. That's a great start. It's exactly what we were talking about. Five points now for Ryan Riggs. The Dowling lead is now 10. It's 12 to 2 Maroons. Minute 54 remaining here in the first quarter. It's hard to believe we played close to seven minutes because Urbandale kind of was very deliberate on the offensive end, but Dowling picked up 12 points in a matter of about three minutes. Yeah, it's been a flurry. And I really like how active Ryan Riggs has been along that baseline. He's just finding seams in that zone, almost alluding to sort of a football play, Mark. And uh, it's just really well done right now, the offense against this zone defense. Let's see if Urbandale maybe comes out and switches to man-to-man. Well, thank Ashworth Vision Clinic along with Kemen, Dental Associates, and Construction Professionals for supporting our broadcast all season long. Along with Mike Swain, I'm Mark Amadale. Jeff Piggott is our studio producer. And our officials tonight from Omaha, uh, Greg Levette, Jeff Sweeney, and Roger Powell, all from Omaha, and one is from Springfield, Nebraska. We want to welcome them to the game tonight. I hope they have a safe uh, travel going back home. 12-2 Dowling. We're underway after the Urbandale timeout. Minute 40 remaining, first quarter. Jayhawks with it. As they brought in Dylan Sams, who was supposed to start tonight, and then he was a late scratch. Now they're bringing him off the bench, number 10 in for the Jayhawks. Alex McConkey with it. They dump it on the right side. This is Sams working against Straco, who's back in for Dowling. It's Straco, Lynch, Riedel, Drew Daniel, and Omaha Ballou, the five on the floor, as Riggs and Keel sit down. Dowling's defense has been smothering, Mark. Urbandale can't get a shot off. Here's Chance Knox, who's also in there for the Jayhawks. Well, they get it out on the right side. This is DeCry. Skip pass over to Sams. He won't shoot it. Pressure defense by Dowling. And Michael Connor is rooting them on right in front of the Dowling bench as Dowling plays defense here towards the north basket. And now we've got a pushing foul on Straco as Sams tried to drive baseline on the dribble and pick up the foul. Wow, that was just great defense. And Urbandale just can't get anything. They can't get any looks inside. Nothing outside is working. Dowling doing a good job closing out on shooters. That's just stuff you want to see. That's almost textbook. Reminds me of the first time they played. Now the ball tipped as it was thrown in by Daniel. Stone away by Riedel. All the way down court lays it in, but they're going to whistle the foul before the shot. Back at the free throw line. Out of bounds. And now the foul will be called on Urbadale. Is that on Latimer? Let's see here. Uh, I'm going to whistle a foul on number 34, Chance Knox, who checked in for the Jayhawks. Knox, a 6'2 senior on the foul, and out of, out of bounds for Dowling on the side. As well as Dowling's been playing, I, don't, I, don't, I think you just continue to run your offense, Mark. There's 51 seconds to go, but 
just keep attacking these guys. 12 to 2 Maroons, 50 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. Daniel with it to Keel. Now Coach O'Connor says, hey, we're going to hold for one. Uh, possession arrow favors Dowling here. See if they can do it. Irmerdale, man-to-man. Yeah, switched it back to man I think that's a good move. They lob underneath the rigs. A shot up and good. They try to draw the charge to Dylan Sands, and he couldn't do it. And rigs with seven first-quarter points to lead Dowling. 14 to t- 14 to 2 Dowling by 12. It's amazing what a week does, Mark. That you think about Riggs in that Centennial game, yeah. and now how he looks tonight is completely different. Yep. Dowling boys. After the battle of the flu last week, a long three by DeCryfe is up, no good. Rebound, Riedel. That's a strong rebound. One second remaining, and that's how the quarter will end with the score. Dowling 14, Urbandale 2. Along with Mike Swain, Mark Amadale, back with the second quarter in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for your support of Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Construction Professionals is a family-owned business dedicated to our customers. Whether designing, building, or renovating, we are here to better serve you. Our passion for quality craftsmanship, paired with our dedication to creativity, result in a home that reflects your personality, style, and family function. Construction Professionals. Design. Build. Renovate. CPCustomHomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des DesMoines-DentalAssociates.com. The home and away voice of Dallin Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym on senior night. Dowling leading 14-2 over Urbandale in the boys' contest. Mike Swim, your thoughts on that first quarter? Mark, anytime you can hold a team to two points in a quarter, that's just a fantastic defensive effort. Great job on the boards. And Dowling has done exactly what we thought they needed to do is get out to a quick start and playing without one of their leaders matt stillwell out with an ankle injury good now, point here's riedel down the lane he draws the foul on the right side and he'll go to the free throw line that's a young man who didn't start tonight matt riedel because of senior night coach will kind of with the seniors he's come off the bench and provided that energy uh that you want to see he and omaha baloo and uh and Strockel have done a pretty good job you know the last three games uh that we've we've done mark the mason city game obviously tonight and then centennial I've seen just a, a renewed effort with Riedel, uh, playing a lot better. That that losing stretch that <clears throat> we went through, four or five games there, uh, he, he had lost some of his confidence and really feels like he's got it back. Well, he makes both free throws. He's got four points tonight. And it's 16-2, to two, Dowling by 14 over Urbandale. Jayhawks in the front court trying to look for some offense. Dowling's just... Man-to-man pressure has just been overwhelming for this Urbandale team. They lob it inside to Watson. Now his skip pass over in the corner. Here's Dykstra with it. Tries to get it outside. It's stolen away by Riedel, but stolen right back and by DeCryfe. They lob it underneath. Stolen away by Riggs. They try to lob it to Dykstra. All the way down court. Layup by Drew Daniels. No good. Omaha Blue tried to flush it through, and he couldn't. Rebound Dowling. A long three by Riedel is no good. 
after Keel kept it alive. And we got a whistle and a jump ball called as Ballou and Watson became came down with it. Well, how about the tip-back dunk attempt by Omaha attempt. Ballou? That was, that was great. That's the fourth missed dunk <laughs> fourth missed this dunk. week. <laughs> and great. I asked Coach O'Connor at halftime of the girls' game. We interviewed him. And Devaney wouldn't ask him the question, so I had to do it. You know, I say I gotta pull. I gotta pull the uh, you know thirty some years of broadcasting. Who is the dunk coach at Dowling? <laughs> and he said Mike Swain. You know, they've never needed a dunk coach at Dowling. That's the thing. And he that, said Mike Swain. Did you get right. it? <laughs> I got it. <laughs> First of all, they don't have a coach that can dunk it. That's I it. know that's so. true. All right, sixteen to two, Dowling, and now steal by Keel down court for Lynch. He's going to try to flush it. Now he lays it in. <laughs> He was getting a lot of grief last week for missing a dunk, and that time, re- or rather, Lynch with the steal in basket. Andrew with his first two points, 18 to two, Dowling. I thought Andrew might try and attempt that, but good job going up for the layup. And again, this defense has just been smothering. Now backdoor cut and Watson's pass inside to Dylan Cool towards the right block, tipped out of bounds. Wow, It'll be Dowling basketball. Urbanell's going to pick up full court here just to try and create some kind of turnover and slow this momentum down. Well, they're going to try to get turnover off of a uh, press. That's not off a set play. Runes break the press, and Urbandale stays in man-to-man. It's Keel, Ballou, Riggs, Lynch, and Simon Daniel now traveling on Dowling as Riggs put it on the floor and traveled. Yeah, just shuffled his feet just a little bit. And prior to that, Mark, Riggs had Omaha Ballou cutting to the basket. Had he thrown it up there? We may have seen a uh, a made dunk, not a uh, dunk attempt. So Riedel and uh, Drew Daniel and Michael Keel now on the bench for Dowling as Joe Stracco back in with two fouls. Urbandale with the ball. They work on the left block. Can't get a shot off. That was Chance Knox that wouldn't take it on the left block. And now a long three coming from Drew Dykstra. It's no good. Rebound slapped around, and Dylan Cool tracks it down. we got a whistle and a foul on Dowling, I believe. I think it's going to be on Simon Daniel. And it is. That's his first. Simon, a 6'2 junior in there for the Maroons. So Daniel, Simon Daniel, Matt Riedel, Andrew Lynch, and Omaha Blue have come off the bench tonight for Dowling. And the Jayhawks will inbound the ball. 18-2 is our score. 5-4 remaining. Second quarter, Dowling with a 16-point lead, their largest of the night over Urbandale. Jayhawks with it. This is DeCryfe with it, dribbles to the left elbow, and a shot in the lane, no good by Dykstra. The follow-through up, no good. Rebound is to Riggs. Outlet pass to Strockle. Dowling has number. Here's Ballou. In the lane he goes, and he's fouled as he goes to the basket by Dylan Cool. Well, this is a stretch mark now that Dowling has held Urbandale scoreless going back to the first minute of the quarter. I mean, they, they held Hoover scoreless for about 10 minutes, yeah. and we're, we're past that. Um, yeah, it goes back to about the three. You're right. Getting close to that 10-minute mark. Maroons will inbound it. Strockle throws it in, gets it to Riedel, who returns to line it for Omaha Blue. Now to Simon Daniel, dribbles to the left elbow, can't get a shot off. Inside to Riggs. Riggs spins the lane, layup good. He did not look like that a week ago, and Riggs scores from the right Well, block. and he felt where the defense was coming, Mark, and turned the opposite way. That's just a great post move by Ryan Riggs in there, and a good job, Dowling, getting the ball inside. Nine points for Riggs. It's 22 Maroons. Dowling by 18 over Urbandale. Now a backdoor cut. Stolen away by Riedel into the hands of Strocco. Great job by Matt. 4.45 remaining in the half. Dowling leading 20-2. Here's Riedel. Takes it in the lane. 
Can't get the shot off. Leaves it for Lynch in the corner for three. It's no good. And the rebound out to Urban Dill and Dylan Cool. Cool dribbles in the front court. Gets it to Dykstra. Now over two chance knocks. Herberdale set with a couple of substitutions. Three substitutions. This is Dykstra with it. Can't get a shot off. Gets it over two. Chance knocks for three. Good. Right in front of the Dowling bench. And Chance Knox breaks the scoreless streak with a three. <laughs> the Dowling students are cheering. They finally got a score from Urbandale. And they start cheering for Urbandale. Now a lob pass underneath to Riggs, and he can't flush it through. Too strong of a pass. Rebound Urbandale. Now a foul on Simon Daniel. And on Simon, that'll be his second as Urbandale transition down court. Good hustle by the Maroons. 20-5 to five is our score at the four-minute mark of the second quarter. Dowling with a 15-point lead. I like the effort and the look to Ryan Riggs for the alley-oop. It was there just a tad too high, and Riggs is going to get a well-deserved break, Mark. Well, he had, he's had a fantastic run here so far. Well, Knox, Watson, and Cool all check out for Urbandale. Alex McConkie back in, along with Kai Black for the Jayhawks, and for the first time tonight, Grayson Smits, who is a Coach Smits's nephew, is in there. Now a little teardrop in the lane, up and good. As Urbandale scores, I believe that was, we're saying Dykstra shoots and scores. Let's see if that is correct. And Rito looks a little shaken up. Yeah, I think he got poked in the face. Yeah, there was some contact there. Riedel trying to hit the layup and Urbandale has scored five straight here so Dowling's got to continue to play defense like they were not let Urbandale get into that paint area. So Dykstra picks up the points. Dowling with the ball and they throw it away. Urbandale with the ball on their offensive end. 3.30 remaining here in the second quarter 20-7. to Dowling leads the Jayhawks. Now a three-pointer from the right wing. In and out no good by Chance Knox. He hit it there earlier a three. Rebound Dowling and Lynch. He'll leave it for Michael Keel. So it's Keel, Lynch, Riedel, Drew Daniel back in. Andrew Lynch in, and Omaha Baloo checks in. Here's Daniel for three. It's in and out no good. Tip no good by Lynch. He gets it right into the hands of Drew Dykstra. Urbandale down court and a foul on Dowling. Obaloo will pick up the foul. Fans responding to the... Andrew Lynch getting tangled up with uh, Kai Black. There was a lot of contact there and no call. And I think the officials got to be, well, Andrew Lynch is going to come out. I was going to say the officials need to be real careful here. Uh, <laughs> those two guys got tangled up. and There is a football presence going on. I'll yeah. just say that for both teams. Foul is on Dowling's Omaha Blue. And now here's a steal by Blue. Omaha with it down court. Now they're working inside, and before he passed the ball, he, he was fouled. Yeah, there was a lot of contact, but the official said that Omaha picked up his pivot foot, and yeah. he was being double teamed in that corner. I think this is a good timeout. Coach O'Connor's going <laughs> to. Things have got a little helter skelter. He's going to settle these guys down here. All right, timeout on the floor with two minutes and 40 seconds remaining here in the second quarter. In this boys' contest, CIML Central Conference Showdown, the second time these two teams have met. You can kind of tell with the intensity. Dowling 20, Urbandale 7. Earlier tonight, the Dowling girls defeated Urbandale 63-52. Congratulations to Kristen Meyer and the Dowling girls. Their record now is 17-3. 
they have a week off, and they travel to Ames for their final regular season game. And uh, Mike Swaim, as we saw the substate groupings come out, Dowling will be in the same substate with Urbandale and Hoover, along with Lewis Central Council Bluffs. The number one seed will be uh, Abraham Lincoln Council Bluffs. They've only lost once this year. And uh, Thomas Jefferson is the other team in the 16 boys substate. So that'll be interesting. Dowling trying for that second seed right now, I believe. Yeah, it's big. They need this game for seeding purposes. And to be able to get a first round by and then be able to play at home, uh, it's always important. Certainly is. And now Urbandale with the basketball out of the Dowling timeout. Both teams have four left. Here is Grayson Smith for three. It's no good. Rebound. Drew Daniel and Dowling. Dowling's done a great job on the boards tonight, Mark, allowing Urbandale only one shot and out. One and done are the Jayhawks. Dowling on the offensive end. Blue gets a pass in the corner. Here's Riedel with it. He dribbles baseline, can't get a shot off. Now the ball hits the underside of the basket, stolen away by Urbandale. Matt got a little too deep that time. But the basketball is Kai Black, guarded by Riggs. In the corner it goes to Dykstra for three. It's in and out no good with the left hand. A rebound Dowling and Drew Daniel. Mark, sometimes just a ball reversal is all you need. Get the defense moving back and forth rather than trying to create too much. And I, Dowling's been just a little sloppy on offense the last several possessions. All right, here's Omaha Baloo on the little guard weave as Dowling likes to run. Now backdoor cut by Daniel. Layup good. Brian Riggs with the assist and Daniel with the basket. Well, it's so nice to have a big man who can pass like that and then Drew Daniel with the good hands catching that in the paint. Great Drew, offense. Drew Daniel with his fifth point. 22-7 Dowling. Runs by 15. Long three up. No good. Too strong by Chance Knox. Rebound out to Dowling. As you mentioned, one and done is Urbandale with their shots. Mike Dowling doing a great job defensively with their rebounds. And now here's Keel in the lane. Lobs it up for Riggs. He leaves it for a Riedel for three. It's in and out. No good. Tip by Lynch is no good. Actually, by Drew Daniels, no good. Excuse me. And finally tipped it out so far that it was retrieved by Kai Black. Well, to be able to get a couple looks at it every time is, is great for Dowling. And now here's Smiths for three. It's no good. And rebound Riedel. One and done is Urbandale. Well, one shot. There was one red shirt in that paint, Mark. And Michael Keel with a good block out like you would expect him. He would. All right. 40 seconds remaining. Possession arrow favors Dowling. The Maroons now playing a little bit of keep away. 22-7 Dowling over Urbandale. 30 seconds remaining in the half. Here's Drew Daniel with it between the circles. No count on him. Officials have not started their counts. So that's what you want to look at if you're handling the basketball this late in a quarter. Now underneath, Riggs, power dribble, layup good. Right around, Chance Knox. That's just a great job by Michael Keogh seeing Riggs open up that way. Riggs with 11 points, 24-7 Dowling. Now underneath, a shot blocked. And now rebounded by Urbandale, and Kai Black puts it through. Nice job by Kai as Urbandale scores right before the buzzer. And we go to halftime with Dowling Catholic leading Urbandale 24-9. Along with Mike Swain, Mark Amadillo, coach, this was just a defensive presence tonight by Dowling. They gave up two points to Urbandale in the first quarter and gave up seven in the second quarter. And the Maroons lead it 24-9 to here at the half. Well, I think Dowling got off to a great start, even with the five, the four seniors starting and, and Ryan Riggs. And you mentioned the defensive effort, Mark. It was almost 10 or 11 minutes for Urbandale who couldn't score, and then they put together a little rally here at the end, but Dowling kept the pressure on, and I just love the intensity that Dowling had defensively, getting out and passing lanes, really helping each other, playing great help side defense, and then 
not allowing offensive rebounds. I mean, they're just closing on the boards. So a great first half by Dowling, 24-9. And the Maroons were a perfect 3-for-3 at the first half at the free throw line. And we'll come back and tabulate the uh, first half statistics. Again, our halftime score, Dowling 24, Urbandale 9 in this boys' contest in the girls' game. Dowling girls a winner tonight as they defeated uh, Urbandale 63-52 for their 20th straight win over the Jayhawks. Uh, That dates back to 2007-2008 season. Congratulations to the Maroons on that. We'll be back with more after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Welcome back to the Dowling Gym on a very festive night here. It's senior night for Dowling. Dance team out there, and it's a uh, co-ed dance team. Did you ever do like anything like that here at Dowling when you played uh, Swimmer? I, we did not have a co-ed dancing team when I was here. Are you sure? I think they had practices. I don't know if you and your uh, well, I, cohorts were invited, but well, they did have practice. I was, I was in the locker room, Mark, it was at halftime. That's, uh, you know, that's... <laughs> You might have been. <laughs> I wasn't on the floor here. All right. Well, they've been putting on a pretty good performance. I saw this during the girls' contest, and now they got the boys out there in the dance team, and I love this. Halftime score, Dowling 24, Urbandale 9. We're trying to tabulate in the first half uh, statistics, but it was all Dowling. Maroons went three for three at the free throw line. Dowling led by Ryan Riggs, 11 points in the first half. Drew Daniel with five points. Four points for uh, Matt Riedel off the bench. Two points each for Andrew Lynch and for Omaha Ballou. As the Maroons went three for three at the free throw line and outscored Urbandale 10 to 7 in that second quarter after jumping out to a 14 to 2 lead. Urbandale has just struggled to find shots. They really did. They're playing uh, almost like a five out mark. Every once in a while they'll duck a guy down to the to the post, but uh, a, a lot of back screens, a lot of. Uh, cutting, you know, sort of UCLA cuts to the ball, and Dowling's just done a great job taking that away. And when you have a defensive effort like what Dowling had in this first half, it can make up for a a lot of, you know, things on the offensive end that don't go well. And uh, I think that's what we've seen tonight. I mean, Dowling hasn't played fantastic offensively, but their defense has just been amazing. I think this is the best defensive effort we've seen uh, this year. Well, energy, and that that all starts, you know, you're – Again, if you joined us late, Matt Stillwell not playing again for Dowling. He, he rolled his ankle in the final minute over the win on Saturday at uh, Cedar Rapids Kennedy when they defeated Linmar in a tournament there at Kennedy High School. Rolled his ankle in the final minute, didn't play Tuesday night against the Mesa City, not playing tonight, not dressed. He's in street clothes next to Coach O'Connor. 
and, okay, we're, who's that instant energy? Well, I'll tell you what, Riedel off the bench has provided that, but the five starters tonight for Dowling on senior night have done a pretty good job with their intensity. Straco, Riggs, Drew Daniel, Will Yergay uh, all got the start tonight for the Maroons, and they have performed, and uh, Michael Keel, Keel's defensive proudness, he has caused more disruption of anybody's offense than I've seen. And why wouldn't he? He was the MVP of the Class 4A state championship game as a linebacker slash corner. He's one of those hybrids. He's too small to be a linebacker. He's too big to be a a, a corner. But yet his football proudness takes over in the basketball court. And his defense has really been pesky tonight. It's caused Urbandale a lot of problems. He's done a great job. And he does every night, Mark. This is nothing new for Michael Keogh. The defensive effort is just always fantastic. But I tell you, I've, I've really been impressed with Ryan Ricks tonight. I think his movement, uh, going inside and out against that zone, he was all up and down the baseline making good decisions. He had that great pass up high to, to Drew Daniel, who was cutting to the basket. He's, he's scored. Um, I just think his effort tonight on the boards, he's been aggressive. I, one of the best games I've seen him play in the last seven or eight games that we've done. And as you mentioned that, again, Dowling leading here at halftime in the boys' contest, 24-9 to over Urbandale. You mentioned that, Mike, but it's been Urbandale's zone that Dowling's kind of tore up tonight. And it's like their eyes just got real big. They're in a zone, and they have passed the ball well. They've moved off the ball, which is key in anything, whether it's man, defense, or zone. But in the zone, if you move off the ball and find those open spots, you know, that high-low Riedel to Riggs in the baseline. As he found him on that left short corner, uh, that is how you move the ball against zone, and, and Riggs has had that to his advantage tonight. I think Dowling's going to see some zone going forward here, Mark, because they're so big, and they've got that inside presence. They've got a tough matchups with Omaha Ballou at, at 6'7", and Ryan Riggs at 6'8", uh, Drew Daniel at 6'6", or 6'7". So a lot of coaches think, well, let's try and play zone. If you attack a zone like this, I mean, that opens everything up, and Coach Smith has had to go back to -to man-to-man, and I thought that sort of turned a little bit Urbandale. They were able to get a little bit more aggressive and and go after guys that sort of sparked their offense. So I would anticipate, Mark, Urbandale coming back in this second half and going man-to-man. All right, let's take a look at Urbandale scoring the first half. Jayhawks have yet to shoot a free throw tonight as Dowling stayed out of foul trouble. Uh, The Jayhawks were led by Chuck Knox, or rather Chance Knox, excuse me, with three points. And then two points each for Drew Dykstra, Kai Black, and Cal Watson with two points for Urbandale's nine tonight. And Urbandale was outscored in that first quarter, 14-2. The lone basket was by Cal Watson. He got the first basket for Urbandale. And then the Jayhawks uh, held to seven points in that second quarter. Where is the Jayhawks going to find offense? Because obviously they don't have anybody that averages double figures, Mike. That doesn't mean anything. But Drew Dykstra, Dylan Sams. Dylan Cool and Chance Knox all average single digits right around eight or seven points, but Cal Watson's our leading scorer. This is her, his first game back, and maybe that chemistry isn't quite there with Cal. I'm sure he's been practicing, but didn't play the other night against Southeast Polk, but tonight he's playing. I'm sure he's been practicing, but the chemistry isn't there right now with their leading scorer. Yeah, I think you can see there's a little bit of rust there with, with Cal Watson. You know, Chance Knox hit one three, but he's missed on a couple other attempts. He's, you know, shooting less than 30% on the year. Uh, Drew Dykstra has been a little bit effective getting into the paint and, and, and sort of trying to drive. Uh, and then I thought early on that uh, Dylan Cool was somewhat effective taking his man down low, but they haven't gone back to him since that first two or three minutes. That's a good point. So, uh, you know, I, I don't, I'm not really not sure where Urbandale is going to get their scoring. I think they've got to move Watson down in that post and start trying to attack Riggs. He's got a big body, a big frame. 
you know, go at go at him and see if you can get something uh, inside. Well, Urbandale with three fouls in the first half on Cool, Knox, and Black. So one each for Dowling. The Maroons had four, five fouls in the first half. Joe Straco and Simon Daniel with two fouls each. The one starter that had a foul was Michael Keel. So Dowling has plenty of fouls to give. And I'm wondering if one of the Urbandale bigs can take Riggs outside. I don't know if Watson's a, a, a decent perimeter shooter, uh, but Cal comes in 52% shooter. He has not a hit a three-pointer, so somebody that Riggs is guarding, maybe bring him outside and maybe open up something inside. That's something the Urbandale coaching staff is probably deciphering right now. Well, and I wouldn't be surprised if Urbandale comes out and we see that full-court press again, too, Mark, just to try and force some, some action and, and try and get Dowling uncomfortable, but They've got to try and make a run here. And for Dowling, they got the ball. Obviously, uh, you want to try and get off to a fast start here. I'm not sure if Coach O'Connor is going to go back to that same starting five. We could see Will Yerge come in. So uh, that's something to look for. But I think Dowling's just got to be patient on offense and continue to get the ball inside to Ryan Riggs. Good things happen when you get the ball inside. All right, we'll take a break here at halftime at the Dowling Gym. The Maroons lead it 24-9 over the Urbandale Jayhawks in the uh, Central Iowa Central Conference battle. Dowling's record coming in is 10 and 6. They're 4 and 4 in conference play. Urbandale's record is 6 and 10 overall, and they're 1 and 7 in Central Conference play. We'll be back with the start of the second half after this timeout. Again, our halftime score. The Dowling boys leading Urbandale 24 to 9. If you joined us late, the Dowling girls are winner tonight, 63-52 over Urbandale. Dowling girls trailed by nine in the first half and came back and uh, uh, defeated Urbandale for the 20th straight time in the matchup of these two schools that are near each other. We'll be back with more here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door. Design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door. Serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you to Tumi and Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tumi and Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tamiya and Son's bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tamiya's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tamiya and Son's is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976. TamiyaandSons.net. Mr. Pete Tarpy up there spinning the tunes. This is your kind of music, Mike Swain. Just about right. Yeah, look at, listen to that. Mark Amadale, Mike Swain here at the Dowling Gym. We're about underway. Start the second half, 24-9 Dowling leading. I just thought I'd throw that out there, Swamer. I've heard this song before. I couldn't tell you who sings it. Yeah, your, your daughters play it all the time when you're driving. <laughs> you just tune that out. I know how that goes. It's not on your playlist what you're saying. It is not on my playlist. Those guys over there, O'Hare and... That uh, the Tattle guy who I was stuck with up at Ankeny a week ago. How'd that work out? Jeez. I told him, I said, uh, the fact that you haven't got invited back, does that say something? He said it was five years ago when I invited him. That was because I needed to ride to Harlan. Harlan, Iowa. And he drove in a snowstorm. His daughter Mia was in the back seat on the way back sleeping. He had me to sleep. He didn't play music like that. That's why. 
All right, 24-9. Dowling will inbound the ball. They'll have the ball first, and it has been all maroons. Let's see what uh, adjustments are made. That's what you look at, Mike. You know, what adjustment did Dowling made, if any, in the first half? How many did Urbandale have? And they are a little question here with uh, the, the possession, possession arrow. arrow. Yeah, it should be Dowling's possession because they were holding so. it yes. for the final shot. And I mentioned possession arrow favored Dowling. Yeah, they, and they, the officials, they got it right. They so, uh, and Urbandale is going to start into man-to-man, which is what yes. we thought that would happen as well. Yes, they are. So Dowling going with Keel, Drew Daniel, Omaha Ballou, Ryan Riggs, and Matt Riedel. So Riedel gets the start. Ballou for three to start it. It's good. Wow. Omaha Ballou, how about that? Mark, that started with three guys on Ryan Riggs, and it was just an easy kick out for him, and Omaha Ballou wide open. And we saw him hit a couple threes the other night against Mason City, so starting to get some confidence in that jump shot. That was a to me and Sons three-pointer for Omaha Ballou. 515-282-7976, Tumi and Sons, 1501 Southeast 1st Street, just south of Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. 27-9 Dowling. Urbandale with the basketball. Drew Dykstra gets a start here in the second half. Alex McConkey, who started the game. Also in there, Dylan Cool, who started the game. Cal Watson in there for the Jayhawks. Yeah, they've moved Watson down low there on that last couple possessions, trying to see if they can get him the ball. And Grant DeCrys. So the five starters for the started for Urbandale in the first half start the second half. Here is Dykstra with it, trying to create some space. And he draws the fouls. He took uh, Michael Keel down low. I think they're going to get Drew Daniel with a reach. Oh, you're right. I thought Michael Keel did a good job and really just sort of an unnecessary reach by Drew Daniel, although they did isolate Dykstra, so that's something we didn't see. That was a, a good move by Coach Schmitz. Yeah, they got they had four on one side of the lane. On the left of the lane, they had Dykstra on the right, and now a shot in the lane, no good by Cool. Might have been altered that time by Omaha yeah, Ballou. He, he saw he the big, long get, arms of Omaha Ballou and had to alter that shot. He didn't get the block, but he altered the shot. Rebound out to Dowling. Maroons in their half court. Riggs triple teamed on the baseline. Gets to the blue in the corner for three. Up and in and out. No good. And the rebound, McConkey. Herberdale oh. with it. Outlet pass goes to Dykstra here, Mike. Now in transition, McConkey for three. It's no good. Rebound, Ballou. Well, Urbandale's got to be careful. They settle for the fire first. fire up a three-pointer. Yeah, they settle for the first shot, and you get that all night. Here's Keel backing in. Bounce pass to Riggs. Gets to Riedel. Matt in the lane. In the lane. Shot no good. Fight for the rebound, and Watson comes away with it as he battled Riedel for it. A good aggressive rebound by Watson, and that's a nice move there. And here's a shot up and no good by Grant DeCryf. As he attacked the glass from the left side for Urbandale, ball slapped around rebound Dowling here's Keel in the front court 27-9 Dowling 550 remaining Keel in the lane leaves it for Riggs layup good and he's fouled on the basket it'll count and a foul on Urbandale that's just great vision by Michael Keogh and then Ryan Riggs ready to catch that pass on the block great offense by Dowling Dykstra picks up the foul that's his first into the Urbandale lineup chance knocks and Riggs with the basket that is Ryan's 13th point You'll have an and one possibilities here. 29 to 9. Dowling by 20. Free throw no good. Look, that rebound by Drew Daniel just took it right out of the hands of the Urbandale player. He didn't bring it in. He had it. He didn't get it. And Dowling keeps possession alive. Here's Keel for three on the right side. It's off the mark. No good. Fight for the rebound, and Riedel tracks it down on the opposite baseline corner on the left side. Just a dominant effort by Dowling on the boards, both offensively and defensively tonight. 29-9 Dowling. Here's Riedel coming off a ball screen by Riggs. Swings it over to Ballou. 
Omaha with it. In the lane, down the lane he goes, leaves it for a keel. Small sky on the court. Now to Riedel for three, no good. Left corner, rebound, Urbandale. Everything worked good, but I think they had the wrong guy underneath for the pass as the ball is tipped out of bounds by Keel. Michael Keel was who he dumped it off to, and yeah. I, he's not going to get a shot off it. Sometimes, there. Mark, the, the wide-open guy is not the guy you want to throw it to. It no. just depends on where it is on the court. I think everybody thought Omaha would shoot the ball like a mid-range jumper, and he took an extra two dribbles. To his credit, didn't get stolen away, but might have settled for a little five-footer. Other way we go. Urbandale will inbound the ball deep into the backcourt. They get it down to Dykstra, and he'll have to bring it across the timeline again. Five minutes remaining, third quarter, 29-9 Dowling here in this boys' contest. Now an offensive foul. We've got an illegal screen set by Kai Black. Yeah, the official was right on that early. I didn't think there was much, and Coach Smith is asking about it right now. But Well, he's talking to the wrong official because the That's lead right. official <laughs> he, who's our, is Greg Levette out of Omaha, and uh, he's the one that made the call. I see what he's, he saw. You can't extend your yep. your uh, knees beyond your hips or your shoulders, and that's what happened. And he that caused the illegal screen. Dowling with the ball. Simon Daniel in his corner three is up and no good from the right side. Cal, Dan, Cal Watson, rather, rebound for Urbandale. Dykstra with it. And he's swinging to the left side. Here's DeCryfe. He pulls up his dribble, and we've got a whistle. And we've got contact in the lane, and we've got a foul on Dowling, I believe. Mark, about the only thing that Dowling has not done well tonight is shoot the three. Drew Daniel has, has one, and Omaha Ballou has one. Other than that, there has been a lot of misses uh, from Dowling on the three-point line. I'd like to see them get away from that and really, again, go inside. I, I mean, I know it's 29-9, to nine, but still, efficiency. Drew Daniel picks up his second foul. Team foul number two on Dowling here in the half. Uh, Three-pointer as Urbadell inbounds the ball. It's no good by Drew Dykstra. Dykstra with just two points tonight. Grant DeCryfe is yet to score. And McConkey, who got the start, yet to score. Ballou in the lane. His shot up, and it rolls around the rim and falls through. Gets the night, the nice Mike Swain roll. That was a good take by Omaha Ballou. They sort of isolated that. They were starting to run that weave, but Omaha thought he was open and just took it right down the paint. Ballou with seven points off the bench. 31-9 Dowling, and now we've got a foul called on Urbandale again off the uh, ball. Yeah, I think they're going to get Cal Watson. Yes, they oh, are. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. They're going to get Omaha Ballou with the reach, Mark. Oh, that's what they did. All yeah, right. I, I, he was saying 52, and Watson was away from the play, so I didn't think that it could be on him. Omaha usually wears 40, but he's been wearing 52 the last few weeks. He's doing the LeBron number change. You, just whenever you want, change <laughs> yeah, the number. That messes everybody up, especially the announcers. But uh, That's good for jersey sales. It is. It is. He's at 52 now and, and counting. We'll see if he's going to bounce around. 31-9, Dowling. Under four minutes remaining, third quarter. Urbandale with the ball. They go right to left towards the south basket here at the Dowling Gym, wearing their road red uniforms. I like those. Backdoor cut. They try to hit Dykstra with it, and the pass is too strong by DeCryfe. Turnover against the Jayhawks, and they're going to settle. Looks like a 1-2-1-1 full-court press by Urbandale, Mike. Yeah, Urbandale's still playing really aggressive, really hard. Good to see out there. Straco in the backcourt. He's in for a keel right now. Maroons get it in the front court. Lob pass underneath to Omaha Ballou, and Omaha got cut off that time by uh, Dylan Cool. Urbandale with a run out, shot no good. And the ball goes out of bounds as Kai Black tried to tip it in. And he 
went off his hands. Well, I, I thought Straco fouled the Urbandale shooter that time. Dowling got away with one there. Well, that's because the cluster of <laughs> everybody went the other way, and the officials were not there, and they all had to look through traffic, and it went as a no call. Pressure again by Urbandale. Dowling gets it across. Simon Daniel with it. Dribbles the baseline. Cut off nicely by Grant DeCrife. There's Matt Riedel with it. Swings it to Drew Daniel. Corner three, left side. Missed everything. No good. Lynch <laughs> swipes it out. Keeps the possession alive. Wow. Dowling keeps it. Three minutes remaining. Third quarter. Here's Lynch, top of the key. Works against Kai Black. Gets in the corner for Straco for three on senior night. It's no good. And a whistle. And we got a foul called on Urbandale. Well, it's just a great effort on the boards which is really making up for the lack of three-point shooting the Dowling is doing right now Mark I, I, you know you get into these games and I've been involved in these where you, you really don't have any fear of Urbandale scoring and so offensively you, you sort of get a little loose and you right. start taking some chances and making some plays you normally wouldn't make fouls on Dylan Sands his first that's a third team foul on Urbandale Curb, corner three by Daniel no good off the flex off the backboard and now a whistle and a blocking foul called on Daniel, and that'll be Drew's third. So Riggs will return to the Dowling lineup in for Drew Daniel, who has been Dowling's outside threat. And that's something you don't can't waste in a game like this. Dowling 31 to 9, but you've got to score from the perimeter, especially against the zone. Well, now the Maroons work it, or rather, Urbandale inbounds the ball to Kai. Black, and he's fouled, and he'll go to the line for two. Fouls on Riggs, his first. Mark, even with a bad, a, a big lead like this, you can get into some bad habits, and we've seen in stretches where Dowling has relied on the three too much, and those were those games where, you know, they struggled to win those, and so they started out really well going inside. I think they've got to get back to being patient and getting great shots, not settling for good shots. First free throw no good as Alex McConkie will check in for the uh, shooter. And that's Kai Black, the free throw line, the 6'3 freshman for Urbandale, who came off the bench for head coach John Smits in his fifth year at Urbandale as he replaced Brad Bjorkman five years ago. And now McConkey will check in. Free throw is good. Three points now for Black. He'll have a seat on the bench. It's 31 to 10, Urbandale in double figures. and That was the first point of the quarter. Yes, it was. Wow. Uh, Dowling's outscored Urbandale 7-1 to one here in the third quarter. Runs with the ball. Lynch in the, underneath. is shot up. Good. The basket will count. And the foul will be on McConkey of Urbandale. Move that time. I like the way he has played. Well, <laughs> that time Straco was trying to hit Riggs, and Riggs was going the other way. And Lynch, with quick hustle, was able to get that ball, Mark, and then attack the basket and draw the contact. So Andrew Lynch with his fourth point. Chance for an and one here, 33-10 Dowling. Free throw good. Andrew with five points tonight. He's brought that energy. He and Riedel off the bench have been tremendous for the Maroons. And Keel has played Michael Keel basketball. Oh, that was a walk. And traveling now on Urbandale. 34-10 Maroons, 2-10 remaining. Here in the third quarter as Simon Daniel will check out. And Riedel, who I talked about earlier, back in. Coach O'Connor going to his bench early and often here. Pressure by Urbandale in the backcourt. They back up to man-to-man pressure. Now they get it across the timeline. Does Dowling underneath the Riggs. Right block. 
and a whistle and a forearm shove by Chance Knox will generate a foul for Chance, his second. And I like the effort getting the ball into Riggs that time. Urbandale's still going to bring two or three guys around him, but so far Riggs has made great decisions with the ball, whether it's been the double team passing out or if they don't, attacking that basket. Uh, Dylan Cole, Dylan Cool, and Dylan Sams both check out for Urbandale, and now we've got to whistle another foul on Urbandale. This Kai Black, who just came in, commits his third foul. 16 fouls on Urbandale, five on Dowling. Runes inbound the ball. Here's Riggs with it on the baseline. Out to Lynch. Over to Michael Keel, who's in there. Omaha Baloo check back in at the last dead ball. Here's Riedel on the baseline. Out to Keel. Oh, one more kick. Keel underneath has a, a drive from the left side, has a ball blocked out of his hands. Foul on Urbandale, and two shots coming for Michael Keel. We've got a flurry of fouls here in the last two minutes, Mark. Uh, Urbandale with 17 fouls, Dowling with five here with a minute 43 to go. Knox with the uh, foul for Urbandale, his third. Free throw good by Michael Keel. That's his first first point tonight on senior night. Dowling starting their four seniors that were healthy. As I mentioned earlier, Matt Stillwell not dressed tonight. Out with that ankle injury. Second free throw, no good. Rebound, Urbandale. McConkie. Rebounds it, gets it in the front court as he gets to Drew Dykstra, and Urbandale will start their offense. Dykstra works the left side. Chance knocks. Knocks with it, guarded by Riedel. Tries to dribble baseline, can't do it. Gets it out to Black. He dribbles down the right side, underneath the basket, cut off by Ballou. The shot blocked by Ballou. Ball slapped around and coming up with it, Riggs. That's a great block by Omaha Ballou and not picking up the foul. And here's Keel in the lane. He travels with the basketball. Michael Keel and Coach O'Connor thought he had a jump stop. I did too. Well, sometimes you can just get a little too deep with nowhere to go. And that time, Michael Keel found himself in that spot. Coach O'Connor having that conversation with uh, the officials, Greg Levitt, or Greg Lovett, excuse me, Jeff Sweeney and Roger Powell, all from Omaha, making the trip down I-80 here. Final minute of the third quarter, Dowling 35, Urbandale 10. I know the football districts route. That is not a football score. Dowling defense has just been overpowering tonight. Now whistle and a foul called as Urbandale with the basketball. Foul on Dowling. It'll be on Riggs. That'll be Ryan's second. That'll get Daniel back up. That'll be Simon Daniel set to check in. That's next foul, and we are going to be shooting, and uh, could be a long fourth quarter, Mark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 17 fouls in Urbandale, 6 on Dowling. So we will be shooting on every foul the rest of the way. Jayhawks inbound it. They get it to Watson. Over to Knox. Chance with it. Works the right side. Pass over to Kreif, right wing. Guarded by Simon Daniel. Picks up his dribble. Swings it left wing to Cal Watson. Urbandale works their cutters. Five out, and then they cut. This is... Kai Black with it. He won't shoot it from the left elbow. Jayhawks struggling to get a shot. 25 seconds. They may be doing this on purpose. Possession arrow favors Urbandale in the final 20 seconds of the half, of the quarter, rather. Now we got traveling to the Jayhawks. Well, it's very reminiscent to what Charles Andrews used to run at Hoover. He used to sort of run this triangle offense that isolated four guys on one side, and then you would bring that backside guy there. But just not the athletes to execute what Hoover did so well. Yes, they did. They were real end-of-quarter 
type offense. They can run that. They still do that with Courtney there, Courtney Henderson. All right, 15 seconds remaining. Pressure by Urbandale in the backcourt. Drew Daniel back in for Dowling, playing with three fouls. Yeah, 10 seconds here. Maroon will hold for the last shot. Keel with it to Ryan Riggs. Riggs dribbles down the left side. Forced a shot. It goes out of bounds. It'll be Urbandale basketball with 2.5 seconds. Ryan said, hey, somebody blocked out of my hands. <laughs> and I think he lost it out of his hands is what happened. Mitchell's got nothing on the call. Offense, defense for the Maroons right now. <laughs> uh, he didn't check in. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got to check in. Adam Bialzek yeah, for Dowling. He was going to run in. Excited just to get on the floor and yeah. So Drew Daniel, Ryan Riggs, and Momaha. You can Blue get away out. with that at home, Mark. You can't do that on the road. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Two seconds left. Urbandale, Dykstra locks the three-quarter shot. It's no good at the horn. And we've come to the end of three quarters of play with the score. Dowling 35, Urbandale 10. The Maroons outscore Urbandale 11-1 to in that third quarter. Back with the fourth quarter in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides the best tax savings over any other charitable giving in the state. 65% of your contribution directly reduces your Iowa income tax liability. Plus, there are still federal deductibility options to further save on taxes. Find details online, ctoiowa.org. All this for the kids and their future. The home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym, underway in the fourth quarter. Dowling 35, Urbandale 10. Urbandale with the first possession of the fourth quarter. Dylan Sam's in the lane. His shot no good. Maroons work underneath, and they get it underneath to Ryan Riggs. Layup good, uncontested by Riggs. Mark, I don't know if I've ever seen a quarter, a first quarter where a team scores two, and a third quarter where a team scores one. I, I mean, that's just unbelievable, the uh, the lack of offense by the Urbandale Jayhawks. And Urbandale with the basket as they uh, move the ball down court, and underneath Riggs again, his shot up and good. Uh, right now, Ryan Riggs can do whatever he wants. Urbandale has nobody who can stop him. Well, Dylan's cool scored for Urbandale and Riggs with his 15th point. And it's 39 to 12. Dowling, seven minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. Urbandale with the ball, three pointer, left wing. It's no good by Chance Knox. Rebound safe from going out of bounds by Dykstra. They keep it alive, and now they poke it away. Dykstra gets it inside to Sands, and he loses it. And of course, who's around the ball? Michael Keel with the uh, steal. <laughs> Who else? 39-12. Dowling has uh, Keo, Drew Daniel, Omaha Blue, Matt Riedel, and Ryan Riggs, the five on the floor for Dowling. Now here's Daniel for three, top of the key. Good. Another to me it's on three-pointer, the second one of the night for Drew Daniel. He has eight points. Corner three up and good for Urbandale. They're starting to 
put up shots, and Cool with his fifth point all here in the fourth quarter in the first two minutes. Well, that's about the only defensive mistake Dowling has made tonight, not getting back in transition. And oh, Cool a, with a wide-open look. Oh, we got a blocking foul on Dykstra and on Drew. That'll be his second foul as he fouls Ballou. That'll be the eighth foul on Urbandale, second foul on I'm going to call it on Sam's, excuse me, not Dykstra. So free throws coming for Omaha Blue. Omaha tonight with seven points. And he'll have a free throw here. Omaha, 54% free throw shooter on the year. And the first one is good. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dell Associates, and Kemen. Along with Mike Swain, Mark Hamadale, glad you could join us. Friday night, high school girls and boys basketball. The Dowling girls a winner earlier tonight, 63-52. The Dowling boys leading Urbandale 43-15 with that first free throw by Ballou. Second one, no good. Rebound, Riggs. And How about that? The presence of mind to throw that ball. Mark, he was falling down on that rebound, and he threw the ball to a teammate before the travel. He lost his balance and hit the floor before traveling and got rid of it. And the Maroons have it. Here's Ballou with it. Omaha dribbles in the lane, gets in the corner to Keel. Michael for three, left corner, off the back iron, no good. And the rebound, Dylan Cool and Urbadale. Jayhawks in the front court, Cool with it, guarded by Drew Daniel, who has three fouls. He'll launch the three, it's partially blocked by Daniel. And Urbadale with the rebound, a reverse layup, no good by Dylan Sams. Rebound, Drew Daniel. Down court to Ballou, and he'll squash it through. So Omaha, one for five this week on dunks. <laughs> Well, that's what the crowd was waiting for, Mark. The, these lucky fans who stayed here to watch this get to see Omaha with the dunk. Ten points for Ballou. Now Urbandale gets the ball down court, and they lose it out of bounds. 45-15, and that'll create the running clock. We've got a timeout on the floor. 5-18 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Dowling, 45. Urbandale, 15, along with Mike Swain, Mark Emmerdale, Jeff Piggott. He's our studio producer. We love him. And we'll be back with more from the Dowling Gym on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for your support of Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Construction professionals is a family-owned business dedicated to our customers. Whether designing, building, or renovating, we are here to better serve you. Our passion for quality craftsmanship, paired with our dedication to creativity, result in a home that reflects your personality, style, and family function. Construction professionals. Design. Build. Renovate. CPCustomHomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadale, Mike Swain. Urbandale with the steal coming out of the uh, timeout. And a layup up and no good. Foul on Michael Keel. That'll be his second foul. As Maroons had the basketball and turned it over. And free throws coming for Urbandale. And that's Dylan Sams at the line. He has two points tonight. Reminder, our next game will be 
next Tuesday night. It'll be a boys-only contest. Dowling traveling to North. Pre-game at 7.30. Tip-off at 7.45 and a boys-only contest. Dowling at North as Sam's free throw, or rather Dylan Sam's, excuse me, at the free throw line. His free throw is good. Well, and Ryan Riggs coming out, Mark. That may be the last we see of him tonight. What a fantastic game that he had. Finishing with 17, I believe, unofficially. Uh, that's what I have in 4-2. Second free throw good. 17 points for Riggs. He went one for two at the free throw line. Uh, Will Yergay in, so good to see the senior. Who started, now finishes. That's right. like that. Will started tonight. Second free throw good by Sams. He's got two points. Stand corrected. 45-17 Dowling. Maroon's lead is at 30. Has to be at 35 for them to start the running clock. Here's a corner three by Riedel. It's up. Good. Matt Riedel and Dowling with a corner three that's good. To me, it's Sun Street Point and a foul. Finally, a three-pointer, but I think they're going to get Omaha Baloo with the push on the rebound. So no. the basket's good, Mark. They're going to get Lynch on the Oh, foul. Do they, Lynch. With Sorry. The push. So the corner three by Riedel is good. Riedel has seven points. Yeah, and that'll put Urbandale on the line. For a one-and-one. One. Yeah. And Dylan Cool will go to the line. Got a lot of new listeners, Mike, as it kind of got empty in the stands all of a sudden after that last time out. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, well, to those new listeners, welcome. Well, we lost those, one. Those, He's right behind you, some guy named Spazzato. Those, those listeners who are bowling tonight? Bowling listeners. Well, I like those. I, I'm not sure he can break 100, but. Let's see. Mer- Merle Hay Lanes, Val Lanes, where are they going? I'm not sure. Not break 100? <laughs> well, he said he had an average of 280. I, I I called him on that. I would, too. You referring to my sideline reporter in football? I am to referring have, to, to your recuperating from a cr- I am season. referring to your sideline reporter. I just want to be clear. That's always, right. Brock, or free throws good by. Urbandale, and that was Kai Black making them both. Dowling with the basketball. Black with five points. And it's 48-19 Dowling. Will Yergig gets it out to Riedel to Lynch at the high post. Ball tipped away, and they say it went right off of Riedel. Yeah. And also that time by Urbandale is uh, McConkie and Dykstra forced to turn over. Yep, they continue to battle defensively, which you would expect. Jayhawks with it. Dowling stays man-to-man. They play catch in the perimeter. Four out, one in. In the lane, the ball stolen away. DeCry tried to take it. The hole stolen away by Riedel. Down court to Ballou. Omaha on the baseline. Can't go reverse layup. It's tipped out of bounds by Urbandale. Great job that time as Grayson Smith's cut off that baseline. They knew Omaha wanted to take it. Well, it looked like Dowling had numbers and Urbandale closed that gap quickly, so. Dowling fans still over there. Student body here on senior night. Now, corner three by Will Yergay, no good. <laughs> Lynch slaps it out again to Ballou. Keeps it alive. Andrew Lynch. Solid game tonight for Andrew Lynch. I'm going to recommend him for men's volleyball. He's got enough leap for a tight end. He can play volleyball. Talk to the Grandview coaches about him. 
underneath. Riedel puts up a shot. It's no good. Drew the foul, and free throws coming for Matt Riedel of Dowling as he attacked the glass from the middle. We've been seeing it for the last several games. Riedel very comfortable off the bounce, going to the basket, taking that aggressive approach and getting in the foul line, which you'd like to see. So Riedel with seven points tonight will have a chance to add to his point total. First free throw is good. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Greater brought to you in part by Mercy One, r and Realty Group, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Two Rivers Glass and Door. Omaha Blue will check out, and Simon Daniel checking in for Dowling with 3.54 remaining in the fourth quarter. That's probably the last we're going to see of Omaha in a fantastic dunk earlier on in the Early on in the fourth quarter, gave the fans something to cheer about. That's right. Riedel's second free throw good. He's got nine points. Now Urbandale with the ball. It's 50-19, to 19, Dowling. Runs by 31. And now underneath, a shot by Kai Black is no good. An offensive foul. They get uh, Kai Black for throwing the elbow. Well, I was just going to say that was a great athletic move by Kai Black to be able to get his own rebound. But then he just sort of lowered his elbow. And uh, credit Andrew Lynch <laughs> for uh, right to the chest. Lynch loves that, the tight end that he is. He's setting screens out there. Now we got an illegal screen on Lynch, I believe. <laughs> I think he's ready to come yeah, out. He looks a little, little he, he dizzy. He might have got dinged. Yeah. So Andrew picks up his second foul. He'll go to the bench as Adam Bielzak, the 6'6 junior in for Dowling. And for wow. Urbandale, McConkie will check out. And Chance knocks back in. Three and a half minutes remaining. Dowling 50, Urbandale 19. Maroons are going to extend their winning streak over Urbandale to 12 in a row. And running jumper in the lane. Good. That's Drew Dykstra with his fourth point. 50 to 21, Dowling. Here's Straco in the lineup for Dowling. To be Alzac over to Riedel. Now in the corner to Royal Yerge. Underneath it goes Bialzak, tipped away by Urbandale and stolen away by the Jayhawks. If Will had just given Bialzak a little bit more time to get on that block, Mark, he would have had him to be able to get that entry pass in. A little too quick. And now whistling a foul on the Maroons. They're going to get oh, a charging offensive foul against Urbandale. The illegal screen again, it looks like. Had that quite a few times tonight. Yeah, just sort of the referee's leading with the elbow is what he that oh. call was. And Coach Schmitz is sort of saying, what, what did he do? I'm getting Dylan Cool for his second foul for Urbandale. Player control foul, so no free throws. That is a 10th team foul on the Jayhawks. Nine team fouls on Dowling. And now substitution for the Maroons. Mikey Chase. Talk to him after the win over Mesa City Tuesday night, Mr. Swain. And Mikey and yeah, the uh, the golfer. He Mike. hit a three-pointer. Now, is it true that uh, Will Yerge was giving you and a few of your cohorts uh, some lessons in golf? Is that true this week? He's not going to give any of my friends lessons, only me. I, see. I need to improve my game, although i got a guy behind me who could certainly improve my game if I need a lesson. Rocky is top-notch. Yeah, you want you want... You need yeah, help with your now. golf game. Come he's, see Rocky Pizzotto. Got to stay out of that corner up there. There are all those. Uh, well, yeah, the, those hacks are yeah, up there. Definitely not Jimmy Cataldo. No. Fifty to twenty-one, Dowling, and the Maroons turned the ball over. Urbandale with the ball. A good hustle that time by the Jayhawks. Trying to save it was uh, Smiths. That's Grayson Smiths, Coach uh, Smiths' nephew, but he couldn't get the job done. Out of bounds to Dowling. Fifty to twenty-one, Maroons. Dowling about ready to sew up win number 12 in a row over Urbandale. They lead the series 19-9 now, going back to 2007-2008 season. Urbandale with the steal. They're in the front court. 
Here's Black. Over in the corner to Knox. Knox dribble drives the lane. Shot rolls off the rim. No good. And tipped out of bounds. They say it went off of Simon Daniel. As substitutions for Dowling. We're going to see Sam Hughes get in. And he'll replace Joe Strockel. Joe on one of five Dowling seniors. We'll sit down. 2-10 remaining. Next up for Urbandale, they will be traveling to Ottumwa next Tuesday night for a girls and boys doubleheader. Then next Friday, they travel to second-ranked Ankeny Centennial next Friday night. Three-pointer up and good. Chance Knox with his second three of the night. And his 12th of the season. It's 50-24 to 24 Maroons. Dowling with it. Bialzak with it. In the corner it goes. Here's Hughes. To Simon Daniel. Simon dribbles in the lane. Jump stops. Turn around. Shot to the left hand. Up. No good. Good rebound by Will. Gierge with the rebound. Has it stolen away, but stolen back. Now bodies on the floor, and Urbadil comes away. There's a good hustle that time, and a nice offensive rebound by Will Gierge, but just had it stripped out of his hands. You love the effort. Here's Grayson Smith's dribbling on the baseline, and he draws the foul. It'll be on Sam Hughes, his first. And his dad working the scoreboard there will punch his number up. Minute 25 remaining, 50 to 24 Dowling. And Grayson Schmitz at the line. First free throw is good. Jason perfect on the year. He's five for five at the line. And Jack Gretke, the 6'9 junior, checking into the Dowling lineup. Sitting down will be Bialzak. Second free throw good by Grayson. Grayson Smith with two points. 50 to 26 Dowling. The runes in the front court. This is Ham Hughes. In the lane it goes to Mikey Chase. His shot no good. Rebound. Well, it was in the hands of Yerge, and he's going to be called for the fouls. He almost tied up the defender of Urbandale. And Will will pick up the foul, and that's his first. That was a nice cut by Mikey Chase. It was. Just not able to finish. So free throws coming for Chance Knox of Urbandale. First free throw no good by Chance. We have our postgame show as usual here on Iowa Catholic Radio, so stay tuned. Coach O'Connor may send a few interviews this way. Second free throw is good. By Knox, 50-27 to 27, Dowling. I want to thank the folks at Urbandale, Urbandale Athletic Director Bill Watson and his staff, Andy Hoverson, Andrew Olson. We want to thank them, Head Coach Kenton Tunnell, the girls' staff. And on the boys' staff, Head Coach uh, John Smith says, in the lane, a runner, no good. They're going to stop play as Gretke couldn't hit the shot the fall. Well, the officials are going to say that the ball hit the back of the backboard, oh. making it out of bounds. And yeah. so Urbandale will keep the ball here. Yeah, it can hit the underside where that padding is. Of course, under the rim is all live ball, but the back of the backboard is dead ball territory. Jayhawks with it. And their fans are yelling. Brooks Latimer checked in, and they uh, they like seeing Brooks in there, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> there was some excitement over on the Urbandale student section. 51 seconds remaining, 50-27 to 27 Dowling. As Dylan Sams will check out, Brooks Latimer in there. See, also in there for Urbandale checking in was Jack Craig, the freshman who was added to the roster today. 
Dowling with the ball. Here's Dylan Schmidt with it. Gets in the corner. This is Mikey Chase. Cut off. Mikey looking for, trying to pass it. Gets to Yerge. His shot up and no good, but drew the foul. Will had the opportunity there. Just one more Mike and drill with you. Mike Swain would have done it. <laughs> A little two-man game that time by Mikey Chase and Will Yerge. And Yerge, good power move. Now he gets a chance to go to the line and record a point on senior night. Absolutely. Foul is on. Tibakovic. That's Lenny Tibakovic, 6'3 junior, who just got in. Free throw no good by Will. He'll get another. 50-27 to 27, Dowling, 32 seconds remaining. Second one in and out, no good. Greta keeps kept it alive, but right in the hands of Urbandale. Jayhawks run in the front court. Here's Latimer over to uh, Schmitz. Three-pointer no good, out of bounds to Dowling. 23 seconds to play. Let's see if Coach O'Connor runs a set play I, for one of the seniors. I would. Which is right now. Will I think Yerge. he's going to say no more scores here, but I, I, I don't know, Mark. We'll see. Your gays line up in that block. Jayhawks in a 2-3. Oh, no, man-to-man. Will has it. Gets to Sam Hughes. Tried to get it back to Will. Couldn't do it. Now they lob it into Will. Right block. Underneath a couple dribbles. Power layup. Good! There it is. <laughs> and the whole place goes nuts. <laughs> Look at the, the students almost came out of the floor. That's a technical foul. Can't do that. Will, you're gay. You did it. And Matt Stillwell off the benchmark. <laughs> Basket by Will Yerge is good. He'll go to the free throw line for an and one with eight seconds. It makes it. Will with three points. That's what senior night's about. 53-27 dollars. The chance of MVP, MVP Mark. <laughs> and here's uh, Smith's in the lane. No good. And a jump ball called. And why not? Let's stop it with .9 seconds to go. Nine-tenths of a second. Yes. <laughs> and that'll do it. 53-27. It'll be Dowling basketball on the possession. And congratulations to the Maroons. They're now 11 and 6 on the season, 5 and 4 in Central Conference play with the win over Urbandale, 53-27. Jayhawks fall to 6 and 11 overall, and they're 1 and 8 in Central Conference play. That's up the final conference game next Friday night in Ames. Uh, Mike Swain as Dowling travels to Ames, try to get a little revenge factor there because they play Ames played at the pace that Urbandale started with tonight, and the Maroons kind of crawled their way out of that. Very deliberate and uh, timely shooting is what I would say that yeah. Ames had, and a great game plan executed by the Ames Little Cyclones. So that'll be a good challenge. All right, final score: Dowling fifty-three, Urbandale twenty-seven. We'll be back with the post-game show after this break. You're listening to Dowling Catholic basketball here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts of the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org.
And we're back here at the uh, Dowling Gym. Final score in the uh, boys' contest, Dowling 53, Urbandale 27. The Maroons win their 12th in a row over Urbandale and lead the series now 19-9, dating back to 2007-2008 season. And Dowling improves its record to 11-6 on the year, 5-4 and four in Central Conference play. Urbandale falls to 6-11 and 11 overall and 1-8 and eight in Central Conference play as we're totaling up the statistics. But uh, slow start. The Maroons jumped out to a 14-2 lead, but it took about three minutes to get any scoring as the game started, Mike. And we've just kind of crawled out of that, the Maroons did uh, tonight. And that, that always makes it for an interesting night when you're starting to s- score slowly, but yet you do. I think the effort tonight defensively by Dowling was outstanding. Uh, they played great team defense. They got hands in the passing lanes. Uh, and, and then what transpired after, you know, playing great defense for 45 seconds or a minute is holding them to one shot and out. And Urbandale had – they just got dominated on the boards tonight, both offensively and defensively. And that's was Dowling was able to capitalize and get off to that big lead. And then offensively, there was an effort in the first half to go into inside and go into Ryan Riggs. And he set the tone early and often. I thought he made great decisions moving without the ball when he caught the ball if he was double teamed he would kick it out if he wasn't he would attack the basket he had one of his best games i think he's had in the last seven you know seven or eight games so uh just a great all-around effort by him and the maroons matched the energy that we talked about matt stillwell out and uh riedel really came off the bench as we're going to get uh our uh, dowling players in rocky's got a move he's got it's was it you guys exchanging golf scores <laughs> simon sit down Oh, my gosh, they send the A-team. Sit down, guys, as uh, we'll get to our halftime or our post-game guests following Dowling's win, 53-27. But uh, Maroons ended up tonight 9 of 14 from the free throw line uh, with uh, 14 attempts. And Maroons led by Ryan Riggs with 17 points. Omaha Baloo with 10 points, 9 points for Matt Riedel, 8 points for Drew Daniel. They battled a little bit of foul trouble in the second half. 5 points for Andrew Lynch, 3 points for Will Yergay which nearly left the house exploded here, and Michael Keel with one point. I thought Andrew Lynch had uh, a lot of just energy coming off the bench, did a great job. We, you know, we saw the, the tip out on that rebound that he had, uh, playing you know great defense, uh, getting the charge down here on, sure. on that end. So I thought he really added something off the bench. And, again, we're talking about guys stepping up when Matt Stilwell uh, can't go tonight, and I think we got another solid effort from the Dowling bench, just like we did against Mason City. No question about it. For Urbandale, they had no one in double figures tonight. They were led by Kai Black off the bench, or check that, Chance Knox with seven points, five points each for Kai Black and for Dylan Cool. Drew Dykstra with four points, and then two points each for uh, Dylan Sams, Grayson Smiths, and Cal Watson. Jayhawks went 8 of 10 at the free throw line as uh, Dowling led at halftime 24-9, outscored Urbandale 11-1 to in the third quarter to lead 35-10 to going to the fourth quarter, and outscored Urbandale 18-7 to in the fourth quarter to win at 53-27. We'll be back with our post-game guests. They're both here. I got a few questions for them, Coach Swain. No golf questions tonight. Your gay's not up here, so we'll have to ask, ask something different. And we'll return to the Dowling Gym. Final score, Dowling boys, a 53-27 win over Urbandale. The Dowling girls, likewise, they defeat Urbandale 63-52 in game one. Back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you, R&R Realty Group, for supporting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. R&R Realty Group is an Iowa commercial real estate owner and developer that provides services for all commercial real estate needs, including brokerage, interior space planning, real estate management, construction, and more. R&R Realty Group has been accommodating business expansions and real estate solutions since 1985, solving commercial real estate needs. R&R Realty Group, establishing long-term relationships built on trust. And welcome back to the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadale, Mike Swain here on the postgame show. Dowling boys a winner tonight, 53-27 over Urbandale as uh, Maroons improved to 11-6 on the season. And they improved to 5-4 and four in Central Conference play. Dowling up uh, the boys' play Tuesday night at North. We'll be there on Iowa Catholic Radio. We'll be on there at 7.30, 7.45 start. It'll be a boys-only contest. And then one week from night, Dowling at Ames in a girls' and boys' contest, the final doubleheader of the season. And we're joined by uh, Simon Daniel and uh, Jack Redicke. Is that right? So, Jack, you're up first. You got the microphone. You're closest to Coach Swaim. Uh, talk about tonight. You got in a little bit there, scrapped around. I'm adding up your totals here. Oh, you got in there. You just yeah, just, you, just got in there. You just got in there. Yep. Now you're battling Blue. Yep. Riggs. Every night. I know this is going. On. I know what's going on in practice. I hear the yep. noise. Right. Who else? Omaha. Uh, Riggs. Drew. Drew Daniel. Do you help defend Drew on the on the perimeter because he just knocks down those threes? He's a great shooter. He leads the team in three points. Well, do you do you push him in practice? I mean, get those long arms here. You're six nine, Jack. Yeah. Get them up there. Really make... helps him with the contested threes. I love with it. The length coming at him. Well, you got an opportunity to play. I know it's senior night, and uh, that'll be you next year. Yep. You know that, don't you? Yep. We'll talk about this game with Urbandale. You know, a rematch, playing them twice. It's always difficult in this conference when you play a team twice. And what about the game plan since uh, you know. Mason City win on Tuesday. You have a few days to get ready for Urbandale. Talk about the preparation, Jack. Uh, our preparation has really been we got to get better and better every single day. Practice, we're just grinding through. We knew we had to come fight hard because we knew they were wanting revenge because we beat them last time. So they're really coming at us. And I say we did a really good job on defense, putting up only allowing 27 points. Yeah, I'd say you did, 53-27. Yeah. Last time you gave up 30 at third yep. place on that Saturday night, Mike. Jack, you mentioned uh, going up against guys like uh, Ryan Riggs and Drew Daniel and Omaha Baloo in practice. How much has your game improved this year just in practice going against those guys when, when you're running your offensive sets? Oh, it's so much better. It really helps me get more in the groove, going up against better competition. It's in, I've gotten so much better playing against such great players as Riggs, Drew, Omaha, Lynch. That has to be. All right, uh, Jack Gretke, hand the microphone over to this guy over here, who we hear from Coach uh, O'Connor all the time. we got to get Simon Daniel more minutes, and now with, uh, unfortunately, with uh, Stillwell out. Simon, you get a lot more playing time. Yeah. Welcome to the broadcast. How's it feel to be out there a little bit more? Oh, it feels longer? great. I love it. love being out there. You got a nice shot. Yeah. Take it. I know, I know it was only one ball to share, but you, you got a nice shot. got a nice move. you got to show your talents out there. Yeah. So how do you like playing with this group? Oh, I love it. 
every day out here, we just grinding in practice or in the, on the court. We're just having fun. I got to ask you, how many how many block shots Dredicky get in, a, in practice? And it's not on you, but on the others, right? Um, how many times he blocked Omaha shot? Dredicky, oh, he he blocked him when he tried to dunk on him before. It's See, awesome. I got to ask you, who's the dunk coach at Dowling? We had problems with that this week. Oh, I'd say Nahas. Nahas. <laughs> great. Great answer. Just throwing Nahas under the bus. That's, that's, great. Answer, that's the best answer tonight. Got a boy, Simon. All right. Yeah, they, they got a little better tonight. So something yeah. must have happened between Wednesday and Thursday's practice. Mike? Simon, it, during that, that five-game losing streak that we went through, uh, four of those losses, the defensive effort wasn't there. And I noticed a change at Centennial. You guys really came out focused defensively. I thought you played a lot better. And then, obviously, we did the Mason City game. You guys played lights out. And then tonight, I don't know if you're aware of this, but you held Urbandale to two points in the first quarter and one point in the third quarter. So what has changed defensively with this team from that losing streak to now you guys just playing a smothering defense out there? I think it's just our mindset, knowing that every day we have to come out here and grind. It's never going to be an easy game. Defense always travels, not offense sometimes, but you can always get a stop, and those can also always lead to a bucket. So we always work on defense and practice, and, yeah. Well, it certainly has shown tonight, and uh, congratulations on the win. More Thank playing you. time for you. You're earning it. Yeah. And uh, I can't I can't wait to see these practices. You know, it's, you know, Gretke's altering shots all the time, and you have made Drew Daniel a better shooter, yeah. Jack, so understand that. All right, shout-out time, Simon. Uh, Simon Daniel, who are you uh, going to uh, – I'll just shout-out Jake Olson over there. Okay. Um, he's always coming to our games, cheering us on, always being a big supporter of our team. Right out of the uh, the student section. I love that. Oh, yeah. And they were great tonight. Oh, yeah. They lost their mind when uh, Will Yergay scored. They almost oh, came yeah. on the floor. They, I, I thought we were going to get a technical for that. Yeah. That, was, that was fantastic. They just love him. They love him. <laughs> Wasn't that awesome to see Will score on senior night? Oh, yeah. Now, next year Amazing. it'll be you two, yeah. right? Jack, shout out. Give a pass the microphone over to Jack. A shout out to uh, somebody. Uh, I don't know if he's still here, but Jake Calvert. He's a huge fan of ours. Comes football to all guy. of our games. Football yep. guy. Were you yeah. at all the football games? Oh, yeah. Got a boy. And then another shout out for our managers, Snake and uh, Chris Burns. Always okay. there, getting us water when we need it. You guys have a great, great group. Jack, you've improved. We look forward to see you more in the lineup. Oh, yeah. At the end of the games, maybe at the beginning of the game. Not, oh, yeah. You know, and that's uh, the plan. Keep up the good work. And utilize that height. Oh, you yeah. can post up guys like Swain. He goes like 5'7 <laughs> or something like that. You can post him up. Yep. Don't worry about it. But uh, you guys are improving. Good good, good win tonight. Good conference win. And uh, North High. And you'll love going over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been over there in two years. And Swain knows. He's coaching that conference. <laughs> you know, a lot of games at North. A lot of games at North. A lot of games. Oh, yeah. So that's Tuesday night. Yep, Tuesday. You better give him a good look in practice, man. So oh, we got we tomorrow yep. and Monday. Yep. And we play Tuesday. So. Jack Redicke, Simon Daniel, thank you both for being here. Congratulations yeah, on the thanks win. thanks for having us. Enjoy senior night with the seniors. I know you're juniors, but enjoy. Oh, yeah, we will. All right. Great job guys. tonight, guys. Yep, thanks, thank guys. You. Thank you. All right, that'll wrap up our broadcast tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. I want to thank these gentlemen for taking time to be up here in the stands with us. Mike Swain, we get to go to your old stomping grounds Tuesday night over to the North Gym. Very familiar with that gym. So I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, they were we'll part of your conference. Uh, that's and right. Got, and they made sure you were there every year of your coaching <laughs> did. career, didn't they? They did. I love it. I got my first and last technical in the North Gym, JV, that's, coaching uh, JV. I See, even a JV that. coach, I was intense, Mark. Uh, I, no, we all know that. <laughs> we, we knew that. And if I let those guys we were talking about with the – you know, no erasers on pencils or pencils on rest, erasers on their pencils, 
and uh, getting golf tips from Will Yergay. If I would let them in on the conversation, they have more to talk about with your basketball problems. They do, but we'll keep that for another night. We could do that. All right. Mike Swain, thank you very much. We'll talk to you Tuesday. We'll see you then. Mike Swain, my broadcast partner. And that will wrap things up from the Dowling Gym. want to thank everybody involved with our broadcast tonight here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Big night for the Maroons as they sweep uh, the uh, Urbandale Jayhawks. And uh, our thanks also to uh, Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School. And, of course, Mary Pick back in the Iowa Catholic or back in the Dowling Catholic uh, Athletic Office. Our thanks to her throughout the evening, Michael Connor, and, of course, uh, Father Ryan Andrew, our chaplain. And the executive director of Iowa Catholic Radio is Tony Calumet. We want to thank him and our business writers and supporters. Our next broadcast will be Tuesday night from the from the North Gym as uh, Dowling travels to North in a boys-only contest, pregame at 7.30, tip-off at 7.45. Join me and Mike Swain for the call here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Again, the final... Scores for the final time tonight in the boys' contest. The Dowling boys defeat Urbandale 53-27. And the girls' contest, Dowling 63 and Urbandale 52. The Dowling girls winning 11 of the last 12. They'll have the week off until they play at Ames next Friday night. We'll have the game on Iowa Catholic Radio. So for my broadcast partners, Steve Devenny and Mike Swain, I'm Mark Amadill. Thank you for tuning in. Until next Tuesday night, have a safe and blessed faith-filled evening. And so long from the Dowling Gym. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and Tami and Sons. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, streaming at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.